Hey guys, you're listening to the Footy United Podcast. This is Charles. And let me take a second to introduce everybody that's on this call. I got B-Man. Yo, what's up? I got Jose. So say hi, Jose. Hey guys. And we have a very special guest. You guys know him over from Evo Web. It's Chris Davies. Say hi, Chris. Not not that special, but hello. Nice to be here. No, he's definitely ah, not nah, special, special, man. Come on. Why not? Super special. No, he's not special. Special to me? He's not special to me. <laughs> It's a British thing. It's a no confidence thing. That's just how we are. <laughs> no, Chris and I had a we had a chat a little bit ago. What were we on? House party or or FaceTime? Google Duo. I think it Google was. Duo. It was yeah, the Google one. What's the Google version <laughs> called? Google it's Duo. Duo. Yeah, that, that's the one. That was good times. Good times. Yeah, we just that's... we just showed pictures of our pussies. Um, uh, you know, uh... had Chloe, Archie, and Max. And what were your yeah cat's names it's mario <laughs> and arthur they are <laughs> going to be made up go. to know that they're famous now but yeah nice so, nice well anyway <laughs> anyway <laughs> no pussies today no. man that's scraggly i don't know it doesn't yeah. matter i'm not dealing with it i'm gonna worry about it but so you guys haven't heard from us in a while <laughs> we've tried the consistency thing it went out the window but you know what we figure we're here. It's uh, the start of a new generation. We don't play that much anymore, but we still have things to say. And if these games come out and the next versions of these games come out and they, they're fantastic, we will want to, we will have more to say. So it's kind of going back in time a bit. If you look at when the Footy United podcast started as Pez United, it was right at the start of 2014. Jose and Nestor had been out and played the game at E3 and it was the launch of PS4 was coming around the corner. And it was a very special time. So Certainly a, a different world now, but it is, you know, PS5 is around the corner. So we wanted to kind of get together and we actually have a format. If we don't, <laughs> so we'll try and uh, ask some questions and stick to that format. But I wanted to start guests first and say hi to Chris and uh, thank you, Chris, for everything you do at Evo Web and also for the Evo Web interviews because that was the first Pez content I digested in a long time. So could you take maybe just a second and just if people, people, everybody listening probably knows what the Evo web interviews are, but if not, um, what, what made you kind of, what was the impetus to kind of getting that started? Cause I think they were fantastic. And, uh, are you still, what's the story? Are you going to do a second season? Um, what's, what's going on with the Evo web interviews? Well, it was the whole reason it started is because I just felt that the content that was out there wasn't speaking with the voice of Evo Web. There are a few people out there who have used the nickname uh, Emo Web for Evo Web before, which always makes me laugh. And I get why, because it's a, a forum of kind of hardened, grizzled old men who are buying these football games and going, this doesn't do the stuff I want it to do. I remember when it was all about the the attributes that made it you felt like you were playing as that team and you had the restrictions of each player that you used and the master league had a little bit more depth people weren't talking about that as far as i could um tell from the podcast that i listened to um not that everybody was talking about you know fancy graphics or whatever but i just felt that it was there wasn't so much of a, a kind of a, a constructive criticism um led conversation out there and so I just wanted to speak to a few of the guys on our forums and say, what is it that you miss? Uh, what is it that you aren't getting from the, the modern games? Uh, as, as for whether there's going to be a series two, I mean, the listener numbers were low enough to make me think it's probably not what a lot of people want to hear. <laughs> but it was, 
it was a really interesting uh, what I got out of it more than anything else was just that we're all we have a very similar kind of uh, mindset which is just that we feel forgotten about and that if we go back to those older games they have something that the modern ones don't and it's not just a a retro feeling thing it's not just oh I was a kid then and it felt great because of that it's actually there's a depth there that just doesn't exist anymore absolutely yeah well said I'm, I'm pretty sure we all feel left behind and I'm pretty sure nobody's listening to our podcast either but unlike you who have sensibilities we just keep cranking this shit out whether it's two people I don't you know I haven't even looked <laughs> and we've been so inconsistent I mean people have no idea this is coming so it's more for us really anyway so thanks again for joining us and uh, for putting up with us all the way from England we know it's super late over there and just want to say thanks again um so thank you for having me i really appreciate it oh absolutely hopefully we can do this more often hopefully the games will be fucking good and we can want to have something to talk i about, know get, ex- get excited i know i know <laughs> right right now we just do it to hear b-man's voice so this i think i mentioned it earlier but we have kind of a q a um outline kind of a we can just keep the podcast on track so this will be the first time ever i think but I'm going to ask some questions, and I want to start with Chris every time because guests first, because I really don't care what you guys have to say anyway. Um, but Chris, <laughs> what's your current gaming situation, and what are you playing right now? It doesn't have to be just focus on, on Pez, but w- what's your video game life look like currently? Well, do you know what? I, I think I have a mental issue when it comes to gaming uh, because I am I can't get into anything other than a football game because I will spend the whole time playing something like The Witcher 3, which I think is great. Uh, the Last of Us, which I'm trying to replay again because the second one's out. There's spoilers everywhere and I'm trying to avoid them. But I can't play it for more than 15 minutes at a time without thinking I would be having more fun if I was playing a football game and I was scoring a last minute winner and I was building a team and I was, you know, building towards getting my second tier team up to the, the top flight. You still I, I find feel that it, way now it, though? It, Even with current? Yeah, it it's, well, what I tend to do is I just get into this cycle of, so my other half, whenever I'm playing a football game will walk past and go, Oh, what's that you're playing? Oh, it's another football game that you hate. Why do you keep doing this to yourself? (laughs) And I just keep going through. So with the modern games, I'm trying everything I can to get some kind of enjoyment out of them. So the the latest, there was a guy on EvoWeb the other day who put it perfectly when he said, the things that we will do and the hoops that we will jump through to try and get some playability out of a game that we don't like. And with the modern games, so the, the latest trend is put it all on manual because the AI doesn't have the same pass accuracy on manual. It gives you a little bit more realism from the AI and it's it's worth getting used to because then you get a better game out of it. And I'm sat there kicking half of the passes, you know, into touch and take it, you know, playing with Liverpool and making them play like a Sunday league pub team who don't know what they're doing and going, yeah, this is better than it was before. But it's still, it's not a real football game to me, the way that it's put together and the way that I'm playing this. So I'll do that for half an hour and go, no, I still don't like it. I still hate it. Then I'll switch to FIFA 20 and go, right, okay, well, let's try that. Oh, all the players are still wearing ice skates and the AI is still playing the exact same way, no matter who you play against. And it's still that experience of build-up play just isn't there. It's just constant counter-attack back and forth and back and forth like a game of hockey. So no, I can't play that. 
Well, I'll try manual again on PES because there was something to... Oh, no, no, no. I still don't like that. Okay. So I'll go and play PES 2019 because I think that had the AI and that was a bit better. No, I still hate this as well. And it just carries <laughs> on like that until I'm back to playing PES 6 and going, you know, oh, this has something to it, but this isn't enough for 2020. I don't want to keep yeah. playing this. So so that that's my gaming uh, scenario is I just keep going up. Other than Football Manager, which is something that's a constant because that is football realism makes you think it's a challenge it doesn't disappoint me in any way i can think of it okay the match engine is a little bit kind of um clunky and and not very organic but that's because it's simulating so much and crunching so many numbers that's kind of to be expected so that's that's my one constant but everything else is just i mean i've just bought uh, some ps1 games that's what we were talking about actually b-man on uh, on duo the other day was I've started buying, I bought Actua Soccer 3, uh, which is one of the, the first games I, I played on the PC. Um, oh, what else is in there? UEFA Champions League season 2000, 2001, all those kinds of games, just to try and get some joy out of a, a football game that you control rather than manage. So that that's where I am. That's cool to hear because a lot of those games we didn't have over here. We definitely didn't have oh, any Champions really? League games on PS1. That's, that's really interesting me. to me. Pretty sure. We no, did. no, no, no. Wait, I, I thought we did, but not, not very many of them. I don't think they. I, why do I remember we did have some, like really? a, from FIFA? Yeah, I think so. But this would have been like. Was that Champions League game we an EA getting, game? I think so. Yeah. Let me look it up. No, I'm like the, I remember. I think there was, there was a 2005, 2006 one that was EA. I think it was 05, 06, that, but that um, 2000, 2001, it was made by Silicon Dreams, which is a really old development company. The PlayStation think, One. Yes. Yeah. In 2005, was, weren't we all on like PlayStation Two by then? It was a uh, 2000 was the season 2000 2001 Champions oh, League game, sense. and that, that was that sense. was by Silicon Dreams, and that was on uh, PS1. But Silicon... then EA got the license later on. Gotcha. Silicon Dreams didn't they have a uh, soccer game out on Dreamcast? Did they? Didn't the the um? Because I remember they did. I got. I a... think it was was it UEFA Striker? I don't it know. Was if it was like called UEFA Dream Soccer. That's the one. That's what I'm thinking of. Because I had a Dreamcast. I was a big Dreamcast guy. And it was non... There was... Uh, what's the term? There were no regions. It was unlocked. So I remember getting UEFA Dream Soccer. And uh, because I really liked Sega Worldwide Soccer on my Sega Saturn. And when Dreamcast came out, I was able to import... They didn't... I don't, I don't know. Worldwide Soccer. I think they may have released a version. But anyway, I got UEFA Dream Soccer. And it had women in it as well. And it was a really interesting game. It had kind of cool... It felt very British to me. And I, I tried to play. The how how so? How how did it feel British? Because of the teams or probably just because it was a played? fucking blue case. It's like every Dreamcast in England <laughs> had a blue logo, and Dreamcast and everywhere else had an orange logo. So that was probably enough for me. No, I think it was just the fact that it, was, it didn't come out in the United States, and that was right when I was trying to get. I think I don't think Pro Evo was out yet on PlayStation Two, which we've I been overmining the story before. We don't need to do it again. But that it was it was a kind of a start to looking to Europe to try and get games that um, we didn't have over here. So that's kind of why I asked, because I was just curious. Back then, I was looking at games like that, and I don't remember seeing a lot of Champions League games available in the States. Yeah, we, but... we had one uh, in 2007. Released yeah, in so that North was America, way later from, than yeah. Chris is talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a PS2 game. PS2 and Xbox 360. Yeah, that, that makes sense. 
that's the ea one isn't it yeah that's, yeah if it yeah. was ea we could get it but if it was like a silicon dreams or some of the developer nah. yeah we probably didn't get yeah. it um yeah. that's great though i think it's amazing that you still are like drawn you're still playing other games and while you're playing them even with the current iterations of fifa and, and pez you still want to you want to pick up footy games because i know i expect to hear the opposite from the from jose and brian but jose what are you playing currently if anything has a dad um yeah <laughs> um actually i'm playing a lot of uh, nintendo switch with my kids so if it's it's anything between like mario maker <laughs> um zelda um breath of the wild or uh, or captain toad treasure tracker <laughs> and that's because my 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 daughter just really likes them so she so we we kind of rotate between those um and when i get my alone gaming time i'm i'm still trying to finish breath of the wild so i'll still play that by myself every once in a while but mainly it's just either street fighter mainly street fighter or, or lately i've been getting really into simulation racing like sim racing uh, so i have like a i have like a steering wheel set up that has you know a shifter and three pedals so i'm playing a lot of gran turismo sport and that's as of like the past three weeks or so nice. so uh, that's a lot of fun are you doing any real racing these um, days i know you had a car or you had i a car. i went to the i i do still yeah i i just got those videos actually i just haven't shared them yet um yeah that was about a year ago and uh with plans to do a heck of a lot more this year but everything went to shit (laughs) so so no lately no man i'm not i'm not doing any any real in real life irl driving (laughs) like hardly any driving at all i'm working from home and everything so (laughs) i miss my car it's true this is the covid podcast it is um we don't need to get, on, mm-hmm. we're the best at getting on side tangents and it would quickly become about that. And so we'll just kind of skip over it. But yeah. for future sake, this is the COVID podcast. The world is shit right now. And uh, hopefully everybody's yeah. safe. Brian, what are you playing? Yep. Never thought you'd ask. <laughs> I thought about skipping you actually, but uh, I'll pretend I'm interested. I normally talk over people. So I just wanted to let all you bastards talk. Appreciate it. Um, uh, I just started Uncharted 4 for like the third time. <laughs> You've been uh, saying that for I, years. That's great. <laughs> I, I needed to find some games to get into, and I saw the past week PlayStation, I guess the network or the store, had a bunch of games that were discounted pretty good. Um, so Uncharted 4, I ended up getting the one Assassin's Creed game. I got Which Contra. I, I think it was... Is it Odyssey? I'm sure. I think Odyssey is the most recent one, right? Origins was kind of before that, and then oh no, it was, was origin. Well, it was Origins. Okay. That's what it was. So I'm I got. Curious what you I think got about that. that. You'll tell me sometime. I didn't play it yet. I figured. I figured. <laughs> I, I'm one thing at a time. I'm starting with Uncharted, and then I just got it because I got like five games for under a hundred bucks. Yeah. I was like, okay, can't beat that. So, nope. um. What else? What else? I got the Contra collection. Because I was so a good. big Contra fan back in the day growing up. You play with a buddy? Of course you did. I used to play with my brother. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so been playing that. But I, yeah, I started Uncharted 4 again. 
after the latest update for Pez, the last two updates, I, I was playing Pez uh, for a while. I played it for like a good two months or so. Then I got back into it again, started playing a little bit more because I had built up my Master League team. Really liked my Master League team. I thought, uh, you know, the individuality and the player ID in Pez is just top notch and everything else uh, just, just isn't. <laughs> so uh, after the last couple updates, you know, it just, something just, it, it just, I just can't get into it anymore. So I'm just going around playing other games. Oh. see what happens i never even i didn't even play the euro dlc i played like one match and i was like yeah i'm good i forgot all about it to be honest yeah is it is there any <laughs> gameplay update that came with it at all or is it just euro dlc stuff uh, i think they did they they always i mean they always do little changes to gameplay and mm. never talk about it Right. So it's kind of up to you to figure out, like, hey, this the passing doesn't feel right anymore. Hey, why is the ball just bouncing off of my players like crazy? Um, watching, yeah. watching, and it's you, a shame. Yeah. Well, watching you play recently, I remember, you know, you got, you were getting within the last few weeks, you were singing the praises of, I think it was a YouTuber. You were like, oh, watch this guy's videos. He does a better job than Konami. He shows me how to dribble. He's showing me how to do stuff. I didn't I had no idea that the game could do. And you were pretty excited about it. I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This was. This was weeks ago before, I guess, um, the last few updates because they came out pretty close to one another. Uh, but yeah, I was, you know, with Master League, I was playing on top player and I was, you know, I, I started with Tottenham and I just sold everybody <laughs> to get money to buy youngsters. So I have a team of, I have Hallen up front. I got Sancho on the right, Pulisic on the left. I have Odegaard in midfield with Frankie De Jong um, and Phil Foden. So I built up like a really nice, yeah, like young group. And it's, and the individuality has done really well with those players. And so I was training them, you know, I won the league in my third season. I, it, I was just enjoying it. And then the last couple updates, it was just, even though the AI, look, the AI is not good, but I was more focused on like my players and, uh, you know, doing things with my players and my team uh, as opposed to how is the AI going to play me? What is the AI doing? But then it got, you know, one of the updates, I think it was two or three updates ago. It, it was me. I was up against man city and I beat them seven to one on top player. And I just, I don't play superstar uh, just because uh, it, it's just a chore. It's just brutal to every game. It's just, it just feels like a chore on superstar. So I, I was playing on top player for a while. Um, I beat Man City seven to one, and then uh, I I think I lost to Sheffield United three two. Or no, I was losing two nil to Sheffield United in the FA Cup, and I came back and I won three two. But they played like how Man City would play, and Man City played how Sheffield United would. And I was just like, this is just, you know, the the team ID idea that came into effect years ago was a great concept at the time, but it's just, it doesn't work and it's really should be, they really need to go back to what it was in the PS2 days where it was AI that was focused on the players and how each player, the AI of that player and how they, they came together as a team. So even though there wasn't team ID on Pez or winning 11 in the PS2 days, 
when when the individual players played like themselves, when Zidane is taking a ball in midfield, doing a double step over and then a 360 spin and then ripping a shot upper 90 from 30 yards out, and the AI is actually doing that, that's what Zidane would do in real life. Like that's like like the they didn't really need to do team ID. They just needed to continue to focus the AI on the players. If that makes sense. I have no it idea does. what you're talking about. <laughs> it makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> this whole, it makes sense to me, but it's weird, man, that what, what they've decided to do with, with the game is moving forward. It, it, I don't really want to get too, too much into criticizing Konami because I feel like I've done my share of that and, and I, don't, I don't really want to do that. But um, ironically, uh, the thing that they've always kind of wanted to be unlike or, or better than um, I think I feel like Team ID just came about because they they wanted to have a a uh, what do they call them like one of those catchphrases or like a buzzword or or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, like EA does and yeah. and you know it works out real well for EA and and it just got the feeling that that Konami wanted the same thing it's they're they're you know and that's the only reason it's there and it doesn't really work like Brian said. And things used to work a heck of a lot better back in the day when things were simple. But yeah. Simple. Simplicity, man. We've been saying it for years. I'm not gonna even I'm not gonna even go mm-hmm. there where this will turn into every other podcast we've ever we've ever recorded. Yeah, yeah go to the <laughs> what was the last pet game question. next question that um that you enjoyed? And uh and what was the last Pez game that you played the most? So it's really two questions and does not have to be the same answer or it could be the same game. Chris. What was that? What was the first part? What's the it. last Pez game you enjoyed and what and what's the last one you played the most? Gotcha. So so for me, the last Pez that I played at the time and I enjoyed. Because to me it's two categories. It's the game that I played at the time and thought this is great, and the game that since then I've gone back to that's further back than that, and I've gone, oh actually there was more to that that I didn't appreciate at the time or I was playing FIFA or I was, you know, I was at college and it just, it passed me by. Um, so for me at the time it was PES 2017. I thought PES 2017 was really good. I uh, did a review for Evo web um, when we had a, a good relationship with Konami back then and managed to get our, ourselves some review copies. And uh, my review of that, I've actually got the quote in front of me, which was, uh, the focus this year has been entirely on gameplay, which is the bedrock of a game like Pez. Everything on the pitch has finally clicked and what's off it can wait for another day. And for me, that's where the issue is because three years later, we're in the the same situation. Um, 2018 came along after that and the beta was, I mean, fantastic. I'm sure, I think I spoke to you about this before, B-Man, in terms of that, that 2018 beta was just great and then full game came out mm-hmm. ai only only did one thing the ai was just spamming through walls and i've got a on that uh, video review that i did which is at it's uh, youtube.com forward slash champ manager one i don't know why that's the, the url uh, well i do that's my email address but anyway um <laughs> the, it's because they're doing this constant through ball thing i've put a video together as i'm doing a review over the top of it and it lasts for about five minutes of just AI gets the ball in defense, spams a through ball down the wing, and it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm cycling through the teams that I'm controlling. I'm cycling through the teams I'm playing against. And it's weird that now with 2020, 
I see the AI doing that exact same thing again. Every kickoff within 30 seconds, there'll be a back pass to a defender who hoofs it forward to a striker who chests it down and either does a turn shot, just immediate 180 degree turn and shoot, or pass it to a midfielder, run into a position. And it's that same play every time of inch perfect, like 70, 80 yard pass from defender to striker who you can't get near. They chest it down. And it's just, it's so frustrating to me that that's, it seems for me, 2017 was the last game where I was like, the AI is varied enough. And the gameplay is solid enough that I can I can really enjoy this at the time. Uh, since then, I've discovered PES 2014, and at the time that that was released, it was pretty dreadful. It's it's panned on Metacritic and every review site out there. It was so laggy. It was like you were trying to you know play it from South Africa with a one bar connection, and that's when you're playing offline against the AI. It was really really bad. Um, but the last few patches for it, and I think if I might be wrong on this, but from what I've read up, there was a patch for it three months, possibly four months max before the next PES came out. So before 2015 came out and those last few patches did so much to, to fix that lag and everything else. You see people tweeting, you know, pretty often in the, the kind of PES community about how the fundamentals in that game, because they, they rebuilt it. It was the first PES on that, um, the engine. What was it called? It wasn't the, Fox. Was it the Fox it's engine. the Fox engine. Fox. There we go. The one. And it was all of the, um, the, the physical side to it. Okay, it wasn't perfect and there are plenty of bugs, but everything had an impact. You had to pick the right passes to get through midfield. It was a real, it was a thinking man's game for me when Pez at the time was leaning towards the fun element of it. I've, I've said this um, again in a conversation with you before, B-Man. I think it might even have been in the Evo Web podcast that we did that I always played Pez because I thought it was the more realistic football game. But there are a lot of people who say that they picked it over FIFA because it was the most fun. And I, I always think, well, for me, it was the fun was the fact that it was so realistic. And when it got to 2014, here you had something that was, you couldn't see how good it was because the input issues were so, so bad that it was just for me at the time, uh, certainly at the age that I was then, uh, I say that it's, you know, six years ago, it was not like I was, you know, 12 or something, but I, I just happened. didn't appreciate it. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Jose. I was going to say a lot has happened in six years, you know, like looking over the history of Pez in the past six years and, you know, what, what it was in 2014, Pez 14 and what it is now, um, a lot has happened it is, it, 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 when it comes to not just like the games themselves, but like within the community, a lot has happened within the community that allows you to go back and look at games in a way that you, you maybe weren't ready to look at them yet at the time that they were coming out. Um, uh, I, I, that, that game is such a sour spot for me. That was the turning point for me. That was the turning point that like really set me off, um, because I loved what they were trying to do with that game and they completely left it. I sure did. Chris, did you play the leak demo at all? Did you get your hands on that? No, I've read tweets about this and I've seen posts about it and it breaks my heart that I didn't get to play it. In fact, I think you've mentioned it to me in the past. 
I'm sure I did. I'm, I'm a repetitive dickhead, so I'm sure I did. Um, you still have it, Jose? I still have it. I still play it from time to time, yeah. Damn. Oh, wow. That was I fun. went and bought a PlayStation 3 uh-huh. because of it. And I got the leak, and I downloaded the leak demo because we were podcasting as well, and I needed to talk about it. But I was on X. I was at an Xbox at that time, not a PlayStation Three. And I went and got it, got the leak demo, and was probably and was more excited for Pez than I had been in in so long. Um, it was it, it was special, man. It was special. It felt like they'd rediscovered their identity. Not not that the the same identity, but an identity. Yeah. Of themselves and not FIFA. Yeah, it was so right. different. It to was move so, forward with something yeah. to move forward. And you, with. Yeah. it was such unique play. And even when the full mm-hmm. game came around, um, it, it wasn't the same. Like the the final now the final no. release got changed a lot through patches and and arguably even made when better. The demo, even when the official demo came out. Even the official All demo, right. yeah, we were like, oh, this is not as open. That fucking demo, that the leak demo, was the freest. Most next gen <laughs> feeling footy game I've ever played, still. And I'm yeah, really and, jealous, and, though, of what you, Jose, and Nestor played at E3 because I remember a little bit of insight. Yeah. We hadn't started the Pez or the Pez United, Footy United now. We hadn't started the podcast back then, but Brian and I were just speaking. I ran into Suff in Boston. So I was trying to get a podcast started and a site out of America because nobody had one. And then I was, li- and I listened to an 8-bit playground i think is what it was called jose podcast that you and nestor put out because you guys played um you were the first guys i think anywhere in the community to play at e3 i believe has what was we were the first ones yeah we were the first ones that played it and put our opinions right so you guys got pretty popular pretty fast Mm -hmm. and uh i remember calling you or you didn't know who I was, and I was like, "Hey, I'm, I'm trying to get this uh, <laughs> site started with another guy from Evo Web. Um, actually, it might have been was it Evo Web or Winning Eleven Blog, Brian, when we first connected? I think it was WEMB. Yeah, it was WEMB. But we were both Evo Web members back then too. You probably I would I've been lurking, lurking forever. But I think you've been posting much longer than I have. Anyway, um, well, I would I go on remember- Evo Web to get all the uh, PS2. Um, uh the how to edit you know on like, file. i think it was yeah option files or doing your own editing uh so if somebody did like uh an unlicensed patch you know remember how in the ps2 days they were like little squares and you had to fill in the squares mm-hmm. when you edit edited them sure. you know what i'm talking about like yeah. the sponsors mm-hmm. and stuff so i used to go on eva web when i was in college when i should have been out chasing tail i'm sure you were doing that as well <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though that, that that i mean i know jose got so burned on he's a different person now than he was before 2014 yeah. was released i, I mean he was so excited yeah, about yeah we there's all like were, though. that there's I'm just two lives you, of you jose. should you need to go chris because you are still i think more passionate than any of us about about footy games we're just so jaded you owe it to yourself to find a playstation 3 with that leak demo on it you really do like i hate to say it but you need. We got to find a way for you to play that game. I would love to hear your thoughts. See, what I want to know, is, and I'm sure you have gone through this in the podcast a million times before. But what is it about these uh, beta versions and these pre-release versions? It's not just Pro Evo. It's the same with FIFA. I was speaking to uh, Matt Ten 
who played the FIFA 20 beta and was, I mean, he was sending me clips that he'd taken on his phone going, look at this, look at how this championship team are misplacing passes. And, you know, if I'm a stronger player, I can muscle them off the ball. And they're actually thinking about what they're doing. There's no ping pong. This is great. And as soon as it came to the next version of that beta, it was it was all gone. And it, there's a whole bigger conversation about the fact that if you look at the code, if you look at FIFA's code through the Frosty editor, the Frostbite editor that's been released, there's so much in there. There's so much depth in that engine and in that game that is effectively turned off or turned to mm-hmm. the absolute most arcade setting possible. And you think, how is it that you guys are working on such a complicated engine with so many little, you know, tiny details in it. There's what my favorite bit is. There's a bit for if the, I don't know if it's just the goalkeeper or any player misplaces a pass and gives it away to the opposition. There's an emotional switch that means for the next, however many seconds, they don't trust that player to pass the ball to them because they think you've just given the ball away. I don't want to give that ball to you again. If, when you see that level of detail that's in the engine, you think, how are the guys who put this together, how do they feel when it gets to, you know, the second or third beta stage? And it's a case of, oh, you know, uh, gamer guy 697 didn't score enough goals there, so we've just got to make it a little bit easier for him. Why? What are you doing? You're making this masterpiece, and then you're, you know, putting a big smiley face on it to, to suit the next guy who comes in because he doesn't like it. That's the, that's what it is. You, I think you just nailed it. It's because when the next guy comes in, he has one opinion, and then the next guy comes in, he has another opinion, and then the next guy comes in, he has another. And then like you can have a hundred people, and maybe three of those people are going to agree on something. It, and that's so, that's like it comes down to that. And and the the further along it goes in development, and the more hands get get on it, the more opinions they get, and they have to find middle ground. You know, like they're, so, they're trying, they're desperately trying to find middle ground throughout the entire development process. The game comes out and then now you have even more people touching the game, even more new opinions. And they're still trying to find middle ground throughout the entire development cycle of that game for that in, for the next six months or eight months or however, however long they plan on supporting 2020's version of the game. And then they move on to the next one. And right now, that's why nobody's happy. Like nobody's happy with the game. The, the single player Career mode players aren't happy with the game. The the ultimate team competitive side of the game aren't happy with the game. Nobody's happy with FIFA. It doesn't 20. matter though because it's selling. That's the same with too. They're making more money Offline. than they've ever made. And and they're selling they're selling like crazy. So the thing that the thing that that ends up um, happening is, is is that right? Like, well, how, how do we demand change? How do we expect change when we buying the damn games? I I, I, don't, I hate go. I don't want to go that down the, this road, right? I don't want to go down the road of like. Guys, Jose, do you I don't want you to go down this road. This is the, you right. almost went to rehab. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, got, I don't, I don't want to go, go down, down this road, road again. But you know, it just comes down to that. Like that's re- that's really what it comes down to. And then it they're 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 caught in the middle, right? Like you said, everything you said about the frostbite engine for FIFA. I think EA have a gold mine, and they can make. And I, I don't know. Uh, do you play on PC by any chance, Chris? I do. That's the only reason that I've seen all these variables and that I've been yeah. able to play with them so, and go, oh my God, it's, it's, there's a great game in there. We just can't quite get to they're it. They're tech's amazing. Get there's it. no question. Have, have, you, have you played, um, have you played, there's there's a modder in, uh, and I don't remember where it is, and that's a detail that I don't want to figure out right now, but there's a modder that changed FIFA 16 um, 
and rewrote all kinds of stuff. And and it, mostly what he changed was like stats, right? Like uh, player attributes. But um, playing the game after installing that dude's uh, patch was incredible. Um, and the only reason why I'm not playing that still is because it broke the the generation of, of new players, like when players retire and then they, you know, you get that generation of new players that come in at 16, 17 years old or whatever. Um, they would come in with default stats, like default non-modded stats. And essentially they'd come in completely broken and just be like absolute monsters because players like... So you'd have like a 17-year-old... Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo, who's like a 98 uh, no, overall. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Their overall was not high. But Their they overall was with the patch skills. But they weren't game. playing with the yeah. So um and it was so it was just really weird and it just kind of broke the game. Um but in that in that mod, players had like maximum of 10 balance, right? So you can imagine what what that made the game. I, I saw animations in that in that mod that I never thought existed. It's like the the entire just based on the balance, and I went in there and I changed the balance on my own um, and an unmodded version. And, and balance controlled so much as far as animations, it made the game feel completely different. And that's when I realized like they have a gold mine, and they cannot actually touch it. Um, what, Jose, what do you mean when you say thing. they have a gold mine? What do you mean? The engine. There's so much oh, in that mean, engine, right, that, that they can tune it. They're already making money. That's why I think yeah, they don't yeah, change anything. Right, 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 right. Uh, when I say gold mine, you I mean, mean to us. To us, a gold mine to us. is like us. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean to us. I don't mean like a money pit because they already have the they money pit. The They're money releasing money. the money pit already, right? Like, but for us, that would be like the game. If and, and I, I think if I have to pick a side, I think EA is has what is needed to make the game we want. Let, they choose not to. Let me ask you guys a question. This isn't one that's written down here because I like I kind of like where this is going, even though it's familiar territory. Doesn't matter. Obviously, we feel a certain way. Um, let me ask you a question. Everybody assumes, and because the proof is in the pudding, that EA is making so much money that the Konami with my club is making so much money with this whole, I'll just call it esport direction or online direction where it, there's a skill gap or whatever the hell you want to call it, the direction that they found themselves now. Everybody assumes that's the money, that's the way to make the most money. So let me ask you guys a question. Is there a market for a more realistic footy game for guys like us and possibly even for people who don't even know that's what they want? Because obviously kids, younger generation has grown up seeing this type of footy game. Is there a market for what we want or are we being numb? Are we being stubborn and just have to go, there isn't a market for what we want anymore. We need to let it go or essentially not play footy games anymore because we're never going to get this back. And just real quick, I'm going to say, I think there absolutely isn't a market. I think it's, everything is cyclical. I think it's so ripe right now for a realistic simulation, especially because with both, both fan bases are unhappy. That's why it's perfect. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I'm just going to shut up and let you guys answer the question. Go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead, Charles. <laughs> no, I'm a like, I'm me, ranting I, and raving. Sorry. No, I don't want to hear Chris anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going to rant and rave as well. So yeah, you say what you want to say, man. No, uh, there is a market. Somebody's going to do it. So somebody's going to do it, and we're going to be kicking ourselves in the ass. I wish so badly that I could have a team of developers. I wish we guys like us could be producers on games, and maybe it's being naive. 
Maybe because the people who really make games would say, oh, you have no idea. And it's, and they're probably right, but I will continue to be naive and still wish to God that we could get a, a team of programmers. At least together. get a shot, right? At I, least get a shot at I it. I just like... think somebody's going to have to do it. I think there is, I think it's the world's biggest game. You know, it's, yeah. it's the biggest sport in the world. And that is a realistic implementation because it is fucking real life. It, it, that is the biggest yeah. game in the world. Why would there not be room for a realistic implementation, a realistic yeah. sport of the of the world's greatest game, the world's most popular game? Yeah, I agree. I think the uh, and and you look at right now how both fan bases, online and offline, are sick of their games. I mean, it's the same thing in PES. Everybody hates my club. You know, you have the the PES YouTubers, even though they're they're not as many of them as there are for FIFA, but the Pez YouTubers, I mean, they're constantly posting on Twitter how, you know, I, I, I can't play this anymore. This is horrible, blah, blah, blah. I mean, even so, even from that standpoint, with both fan bases in general are jaded. If you had a game that just came in and just had fantastic gameplay with a, a state-of-the-art edit mode, uh, that made that made it easy to download. E- even Pez's edit mode is a pain in the ass. Like 2K has a really good edit mode, uh, or had a really good edit mode before in, in some of their sports games. Um, you know, if you just had a great edit mode where you could just download a, a file and boom, it's it, it's already in there. Uh, people can have their jerseys and you know shirts and kits and badges and all that stuff with ease. Somebody created that with great gameplay. I mean, I I think there's a market there where you know licenses aren't licenses aren't the end all be all. People would play that. You know, that's that's how you know. Charles, look at look at us growing up in the U.S. Uh, I didn't know there was any other footy game but FIFA. So that's what I was used to. And then you know I was used to that kind of arcade style of footy. Um, and then when I stumbled upon Winning Eleven and I played it, and you know. Not to rehash old podcasts, but I hated I hated it at first, uh, and then I realized, hey, you have to think like a footballer, and that's when I started. Like, hey, this is great. It's uh, you know, that's I think there's even young kids. I, I think there's young kids that if you presented that to them, they'd be into it. Yeah, and the, you know what's funny is we were such a the community back then didn't have these communication channels that it has now. I like to think that the community could be stronger than ever. And every, uh, with with what we have now, because I know there's an a, there's like an excuse there that oh well, young kids they don't if it doesn't work right away or if they make a bad pass they're going to throw their controller across the room they're not going to understand that that defender doesn't have the skill to turn and hit a 180 degree perfect through pass to their striker down the pitch like they're just going to be pissed because the game's not doing it for them. But I like to think that's not true, especially that if they turn to other people who are playing the game and somebody says well, the game's not really designed that way. You know that guy's not supposed to be able to make that pass in that situation. Maybe you should play it back. Well, to that's keeper Charles. And... That's where it's up to the developer well, I agree to with you, explain yeah. the mechanics of their game. And I think where I think Pez, Pez's or at least their direction has, or their intention. Right? Yeah, that just explain explain why something is a certain way. And mm-hmm. you know, Pez is way worse than EA is at, at doing that. Uh, and and in a way, they're, they're they're their own worst enemy, you know. And and just harping back to PES 2014, the the leaked demo, um, it reminded me of, in, in a lot of ways, the response of 
issues reminding you of, of FIFA 08. FIFA 08 had response time issues. There was a half second delay, even though there it, it, they had all these nice animations and everything. It, there was a there was a half second delay, and then are you talking um, about FIFA 08 or FIFA uh, the the uh, Euro game? Because that was a much kind of more polished version of 08. No, FIFA 08. Okay. Um, I remember playing FIFA 08 in a GameStop. Oh, they had like a pod set up and I was playing it and I was like, man, there, I have to, I have to be a half sec. Uh, like there was just that, um, you know, that animation kind of latency, mm-hmm. uh, but the animations were very, very realistic. And PES 2014, if you watch videos, it, the animations are so smooth and so realistic. You, it, it looks like you're actually watching people play footy. And, and the, the issue though was, the difference when you have a controller in your hand yeah, yeah. and I think, and that feel of the latency from the response time. So I feel like if Konami just would have, you know, added more transitioned animations, would have figured out that latency issue and built upon that for PES 2015 and, and beyond, uh, it, we'd be in such a different place right now. Yeah. yeah. Was FIFA 08 the first one to introduce the arena? Oh, seven. Yeah. Was the new, it was, it was, was 07. Yeah. Oh, seven was the new engine. With Ronaldinho yeah, yeah. on the front, and you're in the arena with him, and, and the yeah, ball was finally separate. I mean, they did not nail it by any means, but that was the. I mean, 07 kind of felt like a tech demo. I remember getting the game, and but it was really you respected. At least we did right away. My, my friends and I, who were Pez players, especially because the situation Pez was in, finding itself in at the time, you could respect. It was like, wow, FIFA's trying to do something new, and yeah, and it looks like this engine's going places. And when we got. By, I mean, FIFA 09 to me was, it was certainly not, it's not going to eclipse any of the greatest PES games in my mind, but that was the game to play that year for me. And I remember sure. really enjoying FIFA 09. That was the last game before 360 degree dribbling. And uh, we don't have to go down that route. That's the key. Yeah, I think that's the key, though. I think we have to go down that route. I hope they rehab. <laughs> oh, my God. Jose yeah. going to rehab after this podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But, like, do we... So we all are in agreement, though, that we think there's a definite market for a simulation footy game, whether that's just a mode, a simulation mode, like 2K does, or if it's an all-out... You, you know what would get us there? Is. What what would get us there is the loot boxes being outlawed. I was a gonna say of, that might happen. A lot of countries, that might really a lot happen. of countries yeah. against those loot boxes. So now, you know, there's not if if those get annexed, they don't. You look at companies going. Maybe the maybe the producers don't can go to their investors or or how do I put this? Um, maybe the producers will feel then you know they could do more and how they want to create. Uh, a more playable AI, so to speak, because the they don't feel beholden to have a game where people are invested in in loot boxes and you know the the gambling side or, or the you know the player cards. You take that away, you know, obviously that's a huge money stream. But then it's you know for investors, it's a, a huge loss from a money stream standpoint. But from a pro- gameplay producer standpoint, they may be looking at it as a godsend, being like, "Hey, I don't have to cater my game to these people now. I can kind of create something that I wanted to create." Because I feel like the, a lot of FIFA producers are in that boat. But the, inter- the was... interesting part about that is, is sorry, uh, Chris. The inter- interesting part about that is, you you can just demonetize the mode. 
like you cannot lo you can no longer buy packs but you still earn them in in-game currency and then they the, the 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 tricky part here is that you're paying for a pack and have no idea what's going to come in it right so aspect. all they right so all they have to do is tell you what you're buying and people are still going to buy it like they're they're not you know like the, so you the ultimate right. goal yeah like the ultimate goal here is that you want ronaldo or messi right like so if if i can tell you for a fact if anybody can tell these people that are playing ultimate team Pay five dollars and you get Ronaldo. Pay five, pay five dollars and you get Messi. They'll pay five bucks. They'll pay ten bucks and get both of them. <laughs> you know, like if it, it, it guarantees them that, you know, that there's think, still a money that, option there. Let Chris I wonder if that's how it, how it started. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I, just, I think that's where it started with microtransactions. Was that idea of you pay? I think at the time, the first time I remember seeing it in an EA Sports game was there was a Tiger Woods game on the 360. I think it was. And it was as simple as give us uh, £10 or $10 or whatever it was. And your golfer, when you play online, has max stats. He is the he can hit the drives the furthest, the putts. You don't have to look at the screen. You can just click a button and the putts go in. And it seemed like a first kind of a toe into the water of let's see how this goes. And it wasn't a case of you might get this or you might not, or you have to spend two hundred dollars to gradually get this thing it yeah. was just give us ten dollars and your golfers a god and i think they had so many people take take them up on it because when i went to play about a week after launch went to play online it was an absolute waste of time and i thought this isn't going to catch on what an idiot i was i thought how can this possibly catch on because you've ruined the online kind of the, the gameplay for everybody who doesn't pay this money you've made it so that if you're not paying this tax on top of the game this ten dollar tax you can't it's not a level playing field and then obviously they took that and went well hang on yeah. everybody's bought this we can do something Games with this and that's why we are where we are again yeah pretty much yeah and i wonder if that's maybe as you've just said it could be a to go back to that because of the fact that loot boxes and gambling is going to be outlawed maybe it is a case of okay give us a hundred dollars or something stupid and you can have the champions league winning team of that year and everybody will just do that instead and that's what it will, i think that's what would happen people would actually pay for that and and build their team the, the the answer here is not in my opinion the answer here is not how do we stop people from paying to get the best team possible because if i think about my situation right like say if i'm going to go play a soccer game and and i want to have a competitive team i need to invest a whole lot of hours first of all to build up the team right which is what i ultimately would like to do but i don't have that time so if somebody told me like you pay this money and then you know you can start off with enough funds to build the thing you want to build then like that's an option that i need to consider because Am I going to get enjoyment out of this un until I get there or during the process of getting there, right? So that's something that, that has to be considered for sure. But the answer to me is it has to lie in the gameplay, has to lie in the tactical system. You need to be able to shut out a team of superstars with a team of mediocre players if your level of skill is higher. And, and first, in a lot of cases, you can so for me, the first two versions of Ultimate Team, I actually, I, I, it feels shameful to, to admit this. Um, if you reject me from the call now, I understand. Uh, the first two <laughs> versions of Ultimate Team, I actually liked 
because you had bronze, silver, and gold levels of players. You had the bronze, silver, yeah. and gold cups. If I yeah. wanted to keep playing with terrible players against other teams of terrible players, so that you it could. wasn't just a hundred percent pass accuracy all round, then yeah, yeah you, you could and you did slowly build a team, but now those levels don't even exist anymore, really. They There's don't. no bronze no, and silver yeah. cups. Well, you, you can start off the mode and immediately sell every single one of your players and field a, a team of gold players in instantly without ever without spending a single dollar without like really spending much time it's going to take you like an hour of selling and trading players and you will field your first match a team of gold level players without without playing a single match so it's it's doable um but i i, I like your idea your your what you mentioned about how it used to be that's just way better you know and uh, there's another thing that there's a lot of paths that can be taken um for example early online games for 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 me anyway um fifa 14 fifa 15 um they had that seasons mode where you would rank up through the through the divisions and based on what i mean you could play with anything you wanted to right but definitely there was a level of skill that was required to get up because if you lost if you kept losing you would just keep getting demoted so when you made it to the division one everybody was spamming the game and doing whatever was optimal to win right but something along the lines of progression skill-wise, they need to look into that. Somehow, they need to look into how do we make it so that people are playing against players of, of, of equal skill levels and doing something like, for example, if you're in Division 10, then you can only play with these teams. You know, like if you're, and if you want to play with those better teams, you need to fucking unlock that shit. <laughs> you need to get good enough to be able to play with them. People are probably going to say, that's a terrible idea. I want to play with Barcelona from day one. But to me, there has to be a mode that lets you do that. And then you can have the free mode. You can play whatever the, who the fuck you want with whatever team you want and however you want to play. But if, if you're going to make it a competitive mode, there needs to be real competition. And some people are better than others. And that's just what it is. And if you're not good enough to play with the best teams in the world, then you shouldn't be able to. If if you're gonna make if if this game's gonna go the esports route and make it a, com a competitive game, then you should have access. You should not have access to those levels if you cannot get there. It's kind of in no man's land, really. If you think about it, as I don't even know what game. we're talking about right now. What are we talking about? Well, we haven't said AI in about twenty minutes, so Brian, that's why your attention I'm sorry. is just completely drifted. I know, <laughs> but it's true. None of that had AI because none of it has anything to do with AI, other than what's needed. The little, you know, the AI that has to go with your own teammates and playing online. I agree but with no, Jose, though. No, I agree with you completely. I, I don't know what it means for guys like us. I don't think it means good things, though, because at the end of the day, money talks. I just don't, I just wish it was a different genre other than our beloved footy games that this happened to, because it's not in adventure games. It's not in other, even, even, I, I, I'm not a, you tell, actually, this is a good question for you, Jose, because you play racing games. Esport racing games are all about realism, isn't it? Kind of. Absolutely, yeah. The 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 um, Project Cars Three just announced that they're going to be uh, removing fuel consumption and tire consumption throughout the races, and the reasoning is because you no longer have to pit, which translates into more racing. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like, why? Why would you do that? You're taking all the strategy out of the race. Like, mm. what are you doing? And that stuff that exists in <laughs> what real do you life, mean? Obviously, well, yeah. Like, it's like it's like, well, what do you mean? Now you're going to race more. But the point of part of racing oh. is that <laughs> it's no I longer a race I... now. Like it's no longer a race. Like so, if, if I'm if I'm 
a, a, I don't know, a quarter of, 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 of a second slower than the top guy. In this scenario, no strategy I can use is going to make it so that I can catch him. But in real life, the fastest driver on the track is not the one that always wins. Well, we know what I'm curious though. At what point? So obviously, you play. You, you're an esport e gamer or whatever, and you're playing FIFA. You're playing Ultimate Team. At what point have you lost too much control and it's just pay to play? So the extreme version of this is: I put the controller down, I pay ten bucks for a team of Messi's and Ronaldo's, and I beat everybody, and I just watch the gameplay. In fact. Maybe I maybe it's on three times the speed, so I spend less time. So it doesn't even take up my time to watch the game. So now I'm watching a game yeah, in, in fast forward mode, getting wins. I'm not playing at all. So that's the like now dial it back. At what point is it still satisfying? At what obviously if you're not playing at all, I would like to think that is a point of no return, that we've passed it. So I'm picking an extreme example, but when you dial it back. Which is, I think that we're approaching this dial. Like, where is the point where it's no longer where even those guys are like, I'm not having fun anymore because it's doing everything for me. Because we're the others. We're the other extreme side where we want to develop players. We want to play the AI. We want our the more skillful players to stand out against the less skillful players and actually have less skillful players not be able to do the things that skillful players yeah. can. And we want a realistic implementation or um, version of the game. So, like, where? That's where I'm curious is where is the point where these guys, what do they want? Because we've, we've already hit the point where you, footy gaming is its own sport. It's an electronic sport. Mm -hmm. It's an e-sport that no longer really is founded in the reality of the sport it's supposed to represent. It might as well be fucking ping pong, ice skating, whatever it is. Call it football, soccer, but it's not. All right. Yeah. So like, I just cannot believe that people... They love this sport. Why wouldn't they want a realistic implementation of it? it? Obviously, they used to. I just think people don't know what they've missed. I think that you have a youth now that does not. They didn't grow up in that time, and the games are too technically inferior to go back. You can't give a kid now and say, go back to PES 6. I don't think they're going to get it. Right. It's just too old. Well, you're talking about the extremes there. What are the extremes that yeah. people would reach where it's a case of I press X and it just comes up and tells me I win. Well, isn't there a betting I game? Had to do anything. There's that betting game that has the most amazing um, animations oh, and graphics. And, uh, and I just stumbled across one of the designer's YouTube channel because he's, he, he's an animation guy uh, is responsible for it. It is like a... They don't just do footy games, they do basketball games as well. Suff used to talk about it with us um once anyway. a year someone steals a video of that betting game yeah, and labels like, it pez, tw right. pez 2022 yeah. early yeah. footage and everyone goes crazy and goes oh my god this is what we've been waiting for <laughs> turns out it's not yet but it looks real right but you don't play right or you play very a limited in a limited way well here's the thing everybody who buys fifa if you think of that the size of that audience they're not all necessarily football fans they just know that they right. like playing that game yeah if you think yeah. about mobile uh, phone games now there's a guy at work who is about oh, 10 years younger than me and he plays this mobile game so and i cannot understand <laughs> i can't understand how this is an enjoyable game have you seen this new genre where you pick like a team to fight another team and it's like you've got hit points and it's like a thousand hit points per character and you literally just press fight and it happens in front of your eyes in the in the space fight. of about 10 seconds 
and it says your team won because <laughs> you set up, you put that guy out in front and he was your strongest guy and you've used your power-ups by setting them up before the game. Well, you like... pressed go and it's done it for you. Now, I just think those guys, that's a big part of the audience of, of FIFA is guys who like games and they could easily be pulled into something like that of, do you know what? I just want the win. It's the feeling of winning that I'm after. I'm not after controlling these guys. I'm not after any kind of realism. I'm not, I, I'm not even after any kind of fun. I mean, the guy who plays this in my office will just sit there for half an hour just pressing fight, win, fight, win, fight, win. I mean, at that point, you like those, what's that bird that you fill with water? You know, the old 1980s. I hope that guy's that listening to this the- podcast. You're a fucking asshole, guy. You're an <laughs> asshole, and you're ruining. <laughs> it's all your fault, Adam. Well, the one year I was playing FIFA, <laughs> it, was it, was two, it was two years ago. I think it was FIFA 17, where I was playing seasons, and I got up to, uh, I guess, two Division Two or how, however it is in FIFA. I, I forget. I got up to like two, one or two. I got, I got really high, um, and. It was the most unenjoyable. I think after that, yeah. I, I stopped playing it. It was the most unenjoyable experience. Like I'm actually trying, I'm passing around. I'm trying to create intricate movements. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take players on, maybe with some skillful players that I have. I'm just trying to enjoy and, and, and play footy. Meanwhile, every team, every person I, I played set up in a certain way, a low block, and then it was just, uh, spam through ball counter attack with super fast players and it was and, and it's just like the, there's no they just want to win like they find the, the quickest route how do i get the quickest route to goal to score as many goals as possible so i continue to win to stay at you know division one like when you get to those high levels that's what it is there's literally i feel like i never play anybody when i get to that level i never play anybody that's actually trying to play footy and enjoy themselves you know what i mean yeah. it's it's yeah, and you can tell you can have those occasional good online matches against random people where you're like hey this guy's playing footy like this is actually like this is a really good match like we're going back and forth he's trying to break me down i'm trying to break him down he's not trying to spam shit and and it's though you get those random matches every now and then you're just like damn yeah you know, that that's you feel like that's they're exploiting how, the game Right, exactly. exactly. They're just playing for exploits. Now, but why can't the game be good enough? Like in fighting games, there's always going to be exploits, but usually it's not the best players who sit there and try to exploit the game because a better player can just fucking stamp that shit out in five seconds. So why can't why can't these footy games have that? Where okay, you want to be an exploiter? Maybe if you don't know how, maybe one game you get crushed by a guy doing that, be sitting back and playing. But then the game is good enough that you can learn to crush that idiot because he's an idiot and he's just exploiting the game. But but the game doesn't. The game rewards. You know, you know why exploits, I'll and it has you. to be I'll done tell- on purpose. Tell me why, Jose. I'll tell you why. Because in real life, if you have the two fastest wingers in the world, um, like literally the two fastest wingers in the world. What if you, you have, have the best fullbacks in the world, Robertson and Trent? <laughs> um, well, the thing is, that, like, you you don't need the best fullbacks in the world in these games. Like, you don't. All right, continue with you your point. Need- you just need to put enough numbers back you, you you can have like look at look at the way greece won um that euro cup that that whatever year that was. um yeah they won on set out 2000 they didn't win on like quick counter attacks 
No, no, no. But the point is that they 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 they, they defended every unit, and then they they hit their strong point. And they right? won games one nil. And and they won games one zero, and they they defended the rest of the fucking match. They managed to get that one, and they defended amazingly the rest of the match. Right. The thing is that like for as long as that that's a valid thing that you can do in no, the real game. No, we want game. people to have different strategies. That's a good thing. That happens in real life. But it has to be but it ha- but see that's the thing. It, that's where that that the thing in, in fighting games, that stuff is is something that every character has its their own bullshit, right? Every single character has their own bullshit that they can exploit. And it's up to your opponent on whether they know how to counter your bullshit or not, right? Um, but the thing in, in, in fighting games, you're all you're gonna find yourself in a situation where you have to guess. It's a literal guess. You you have no idea what's gonna happen. You have to go with one of your options, and you're gonna either get it right or get it wrong. And if you get it right, you you live on to fight more. You get it wrong, you die, right? And and the thing is that that's something that's accepted in 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 soccer because I have my vision of what the sport is, and somebody else can have theirs. There is no right. There's no like. Jose, let me. I just want to explain one thing to you, though. I, I agree there there is no right or wrong in terms of how to play the game. Everybody has their own vision. My issue is when th- these games purposely are built to reward the the players that sit deep and quick counterattack, and they punish those players that want to build up possession, move guys. Uh, how do I put this? Um, what, what's the how do I explain it? Uh, playing. So Dickens. you can see, especially in Pez and Chris probably knows this. If you ever play online and you see these ridiculous formations on the game plan screen yeah. and you're like, yeah. what the hell is this formation? Yeah. But, this but, one but, guy has all his players <laughs> literally practically lined up in a, like a spine the in the center line. of the pitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, no, I, I've seen that. And, I've seen that. Yeah. And you, I, I or, or they about. have all of their players literally lined up, inside the 18 yard box as as many as they can fit in there and they have two super fast dudes maybe ronaldo and messi or whatever they have just two super fast dudes up top and so if the only way to counteract that then because of the way these games are built is to do the same thing so i set up myself in a shell now this person has himself self help himself set up in a shell and let's see if somebody can make a mistake and and mm-hmm. and score a goal because he, nobody's going to be attacking with any more than two or three guys. So and yeah. that's uh, unless you set up that way to counteract that type of style it, the game punishes you for trying to be a more of a possession player. There's not a balance there. Does that make sense to you guys? Uh, absolutely. If you understand absolutely. What I'm saying? I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I just don't think that the games are built to be that. I think that what what happens is that from from going through the the learning curve of fighting games, I've I've realized that in in fighting games, depending on the game that you play, there's gonna be a this is what makes this game this game, right? And and there's terms that I'm not even gonna bother going into, but there's a there's a way of playing the game that is what makes street fighter street fighter right like to the street fighter community um but ev- every character has their, their own yeah like every character has their own different freaking shit that makes them unique and, and blah 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 in 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 footy games that's just not the way that they get designed i'm telling you there's too many variables in my opinion 
and in these games when they were simpler and the variables were under control. I agree. That I was, agree. It was more of a rock, paper, scissors game. So, and I used to think I PES agree. reminded me of fighting games. PS2. Yeah, PES. It used to. It used it to be very yeah, rock, yeah, paper, scissors. And, and that's what made yeah. it feel rewarding. I think now that there's too many options that developers can't even code in. They don't have control of their game, I think. And I think well, that's why the yeah. games have gone off in, in uncontrollable directions. They almost define, they're victims of their own success. And eventually, yeah. more people are going to see that. Maybe it's now because you're saying well, what that. What needs the, to happen is extremes. What needs to happen is extremes. Like, you know, you, you need to have defenders that in real life would hit a pass that cannot hit those passes in the fucking game. If you want to hit a through ball, you need to put the ball on a certain player. And if you don't, if you cannot get the ball to that player, then you can't play those passes. It, and, and it has to be that way. But then that's not realistic because PK is not going to miss that fucking pass in real life. And so you're caught in this, like, you know, comparing these games to, to the real life game in, in ways that, like, it's too fucking hard. It's too fucking hard. You have to make them unrealistic in a way that makes them feel more realistic. And that just, it's like a catch-22, and you're not going to get it right no matter which way you go. That's that's why my hope is completely gone. <laughs> <laughs> you're right that's in that I... every version, it's the version of the through-pass, the version of the lofted through-pass, the version of the superstar striker with 99 strength. They all have that key area, which is yeah. that's the best way to play. And it is because football, I mean... At the end of the day, these guys are programming 22 individual brains on a pitch to have their own attributes that are interpreted in different ways when they're off the ball and when they're on the ball. It's no easy thing to, you know, condense all of that down and put it all there so that every yeah. single match is different and that there are different strengths yeah. and weaknesses. And I, I, I do, I get that. In my in my mind, because I am, uh, you know, really naive about this stuff, I just still hope that one day it gets to the point where we have the power in the next-gen consoles to be able to put more of a simulation together where it's not just about this is the the version for the, the fast wingers, as, as you say. I mean, every version is the game of the wingers. But I just, I still have this, I hold on to this hope every year. This is going to be the year where different styles result in different things. In, in fact, when I went over to, I was really lucky to go over to EA uh, 10 or 11 years ago. And I met a guy out there called Simon Humber, who was their producer of the, the World Cup and the Euros games in between the, the versions of FIFA. And uh, he came over to meet me when I uh, got through the, the doors in Vancouver. He was uh, secretly on Evo Web. Can you imagine a producer doing that nowadays? Signing up to a forum to see people's opinions on games in secret? I just don't think that that would would happen I hope in, in 2020. Happens. I think you're right. <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd bet that it does happen. Well, there's well, your focus group. I mean, whether you want, yeah. if you want input, there's your focus group. I mean, yeah. well, he, he anyway, came over and said, he said, you're the guy from uh, Evo Web. I'm looking for Chris, the guy from Evo Web. And I was like, that's me. And we, we got talking and I was, you know, I was obviously just made up that here's this guy who I admire, who makes these games that, you know, he has the dream job as far as I'm concerned. And he's coming over saying, are you Chris from Evo Web? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to fit through doors the size of my head after this guy's coming <laughs> up to me and said cool. this. And uh, we started, started talking to him. And at the end of this conversation, he says, but before I walk away, if you could have your dream football game tomorrow, what would, what would it be? What would be the main thing in your dream football game that made you think this is the best thing I've ever played? 
And I said to him, for me, I'd love to be able to play online because I don't play online at the minute because everyone is a... I can swear on this thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can say whatever you'd like. Okay, well, everyone's a dickhead. Uh, when you play online, it's just, uh, as B-Man was saying, it's just pressure fest, <laughs> exploit fest. I love how Chris no thinks football. the word dickhead is like I know, the worst I was like, what's he going to drop? Podcast. I was really curious. What's, what's, what's coming? I thought we might get a C word. I'm, we don't get that look, enough on this I'm podcast. I'm British. I'm British. There are people listening to this and dropping their cups of tea on the floor in horror that I've just said the D word. Come on. Um, but yeah, this guy, uh, he, he said, well, what would your dream football game be? And I said, if what I would love to do more than anything is to be able to play online. And the guy with the best knowledge of football is the guy who wins that game, not the guy who's got the quickest reflexes necessarily, or the guy who knows the exploits. And he said to me, that is exactly what we're trying to work towards. And his World Cup games, Simon Humber's World Cup games, were, for me, the best FIFAs that, that were produced. The World Cup 2010 was absolutely brilliant. And That's the Euros games was were pretty trying, good well. I think they were trying. Everybody could see what they were trying to Chris, do. Chris, did, did he do Euro 2008? I think he did. He did. Because that was one. That was one of my. Um, that was one of my best EA game, or one of the EA games that I liked the most was the Euro 2008 game. I played that online too a lot. That was really yeah, fun. He, he did. Yeah, it was. It was Euro 2008, World Cup 2010. He did all of those kind of intermediary, not quite a FIFA, and they worked on them and refined them uh, games. Do you? And think... they were. They, they were so good. Do you think the developers now are even interested in asking guys like us that type of question? I don't think they have a choice. So again, going back to that time when I when I was lucky enough to go over there, the guy who was the gameplay producer on FIFA rather than those World Cup games yeah. at the time, it was David Rutter. Yeah, and I remember David. When 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 the subject of Ultimate Team came, oh, up, David remembers the, you, Charles. He better fucking remember me, <laughs> dude. I have after after Chris makes his point. No, look, don't, we're, don't. We're gonna we're gonna talk about E three. <laughs> All right, and let's do it. Go, Chris. I, I finish your point now. first. I want to hear this story now. There's your point. uh, Yeah, he said, when we were talking about Ultimate Team with him uh, as a a group, because there were guys from all different kinds of uh, FIFA community sites in there, um, he wasn't overly, when we were talking about Ultimate Team and the microtransactions rather than anything else, because there were a few of us who were saying, you know, we feel that this is, um, what's a nice way to say, um, horrendously immoral and uh, making money off kids. I haven't got one, so that'll have that'll to do. I think the term and... is. I think the term is fucked up. I think that's what you're looking for. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, that, in that. No, no, exactly. No, my headphones have just exploded. But anyway, <laughs> um, he he said, you know, we're not. We don't really. We're not looking to uh, develop this. We're not looking forward to it. We're not excited about it. But now there is a specific ultimate team gameplay producer, and they they know. Look. <laughs> When you see how much money they're making through Ultimate Team, and I know it's it's a point that's been made a million times over, that the fact that they make more money through Ultimate Team card sales, which aren't even a real thing. They're literally, you're paying to switch a number from a zero to a one. That's all you're doing. The sales of this stuff is something like, you know, five or six times what they make from just selling the game. When that's the case, how do you ever expect that to go away and as as nestor has, has just said perfectly about the fact that we could go back to nestor's here give where's us... nestor you mean jose <laughs> oh sorry jose no, no, it's i okay. beg damn i thought nestor i got so excited <laughs> <laughs> sorry but yeah th- that whole the thing of you could just go back to pay twenty dollars and 
everything's unlocked that they will just go back to that if they have to because they make so much money from that side of the game they are not gonna let go of that unless they really really have to sure and you don't think if you look at the microtransactions you don't think the investors who are investing on the board at ea or at konami are going look at the ton of money we are making from my club or from ultimate team why would we ever stop this yeah. you know the focus is always going to be on that as long as you know you just follow the money that's it <laughs> that's the name of the game so what's this david rutter story okay so david rutter story charles and i are in line i think jose i think jose and Nestor, you were already in there and we were trying, if i recall uh what what when, when was this was this the year of pez 2015 so i guess it was fifa yep. 15 yep um yep. and we saw we get in there and the ea guys are all smiles i think it's david david what was it dave mcgeady or what was, what was david Rutter or, and like his right hand man at the time gavin, like gavin Rutter was gonna something? be replaced by this guy i can't remember the other oh well aaron was there Aaron, Aaron, Aaron yeah, but he wasn't yeah, the guy that, that was presenting with David Rudder. That was like David Rudder 2.0. They were like very similar. Smaller guy, but yeah, but you had you were having conversations with the Aaron guy. Yeah, right? yeah, no, we had good talks. Yeah, so yeah, that dude, that dude was no, he was gameplay producer. Was good talk. He's an American. Yeah, Charles, gameplay producer. Yeah. yeah, so he was Canadian, I think. Yes, I go, I go, and I'm testing out FIFA 15. I'm, I think I'm over the shoulder and Esther and I'm, I'm watching them play and then I try to get a match in. There was li lines of people so you know I'm just looking around and, but I'm still in the booth and it's like 15-20 minutes later and I turn around I see Charles still talking about the circumference of dribbling to, <laughs> to, this, dude, <laughs> to this dude and the EA, the faces on these EA guys, they, I guess it was Rudder some other guys and they were just like oh my god would this guy just leave eat. us the fuck please alone dude charles, charles was literally like screaming like why do you turn like this like why do my players turn like this? i'm like oh my god i gotta get out of this booth yeah, i didn't let him go i figured i'd never get the chance to speak to them again and i was fucking right yeah charles charles was oh my gosh man it was uh it was something else i was like dude we, we should leave now <laughs> i was like we should go they're gonna kick you out <laughs> he's at really? boardroom level now isn't he rutter he's on the board at ea i think he? he got a a, a promotion uh, yeah he's, he's higher up now and he was a guy who he came in to produce fifa and basically i think the reason that they picked him to be producers he walked in and said and this was at a time when pro evo wasn't that far behind in sales when it it came to uh, the you know versus fifa um your game is worse than than pro evo is uh i like playing pro evo i don't like playing fifa i'm going to be honest with you i think that the best thing that you could do would be to take the gameplay of pro evo and try and add everything else that you know fifa does right i.e licenses and probably that's about it maybe the soundtrack if you want to be you know that uh, finickety about it um so let's do that let's just take the best bits of pro evo and start implementing that kind of stuff and that's when FIFA started getting really, really good. Yeah. Um, and now, now he's at that that boardroom level. It seems to be going a completely different way. Well, really quick, you mentioned earlier that when the guy asked you what you would what what would you do if you could have your way with these games, and you said that you would like to be able to play online, um, and then you said some words that I'm not going to repeat because they're too vulgar. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, My ears appreciate that. <laughs> um, 
but your your answer was I would like to play online, right? That was that was I really think I know that we've always been traditionally um, single player and AI, 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 but I think the answer is in online. I think we would play an online game if we could have an experience that left us feeling like our football IQ is why we're winning or losing. Um, and then obviously like the mastery of, of whatever game mechanics are, are available to us. Um, I think that's what made the old game so special. We didn't get a chance to play on, off, I mean, online, um, if at all, right? But we definitely played with friends. And the feeling always to me was that if I didn't play somebody that understood the game, like say I played just some random person that, that didn't play soccer, which there's a lot of here in the United oh, States. You crush them. Yeah, absolutely destroy them, right? And 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 they 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 wouldn't stand a chance. And even if you played other people that are soccer players and did have the understanding of the game, but they they wanted to play that you know direct through ball, long ball, like let's hit the speedy guys and 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 play that way. There was a, absolutely a way of shutting it shutting it down, right? And frustrating them with with smart play. Um, and and now I feel like that that stuff is kind of it's kind of gone, but my sample size was so small, like the amount of people that I've got to play against, it's not very many. Um, and even back in the day, I remember the first couple of times I played PES 6 online, um, I decided not to, not to play anymore, not because the connection was terrible. I remember that was, those were the days where you would get one good half and then the next half was going to be shitty and good for the other person. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and even back then I remember playing against teams that would put Roberto Carlos at left winger and play with like a back line of four, a one, and then like, a, <laughs> again, you know, like, or two in the midfield and then four in the front or whatever the fuck it was. I just remember thinking how fucking ridiculous that was. And it's how you got to win, right? Like, and I would get demolished online because me trying to pass the ball through the midfield made no fucking like sense playing against that. Like, it, like why the fuck are you trying to, pass the ball around when you can just skip everything and give it right back to the to the fast guys with the power that can shoot from the corner and always score right so in these games that we praise that bullshit was already there right the bullshit that we that it was already there so that so it goes back to what you're saying earlier brian about how like what i don't think these games are designed to be played a certain way i think that what dominates is the way that people end up playing and if what dominated was passing the ball around, then we'd be talking about ping pong passing all over the place, right? Then we'd be complaining about that. So that's something that like from fighting games, I've, I've learned that whatever the meta develops in the game, you need to accept it and be able to shut the meta down. And if you cannot do that, you're going to lose, right? Um, so what I want from, from soccer games, if somebody asks me, what I want is... Nobody asked you, Jose. All right. <laughs> but if somebody did... Um, <laughs> No, but definitely nobody asked me. Nobody's ever asked me that question, actually. <laughs> I've just put my answer out there as many times as I possibly should, and it never stuck with nobody. All right, <laughs> anyway, let's hear it. Um, what, I, what I want is a game that has a wider meta. <laughs> like, just there you go. Yeah. Let, give me the option. Give me the options and let me decide. And the only way to do that, I think, the only way to do that, and the way that the reason why it works in fighting games is because the meta depends on the, the characters that are on the screen. There's two characters on the screen. 
right? And the meta between those two characters is how that, that specific matchup needs to be played. So it, it, in soccer games, that doesn't exist because everybody you play against might might pick a different formation or whatever. I think all of this stuff needs to be hard-coded. You pick a team and you have to play what that team plays. You can't make your own custom fucking formations and you can't make your own custom tactics and, and, and whatnots, right? Like it has to be what it is. And that's the only way that we're going to get a game that develops in a way that, hey, I'm playing against this guy and he's picking team fucking seven. And if I if I don't know how to play against team seven with my team three, because my my the matchup between team seven and team three is so fucking terrible for team three. If I don't learn how to beat that, then I'm never gonna beat that 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 team. They're, they're, they might might getting my point across because I, I know yeah, it could be a little. I have a counter. Reason. I have a counter argument when you're done. So that's the thing is is I realize how ridiculous that sounds for a soccer game. <laughs> I'm interested to hear this counter uh, this counter argument because I completely and utterly agree with that. For me, if you ask me, why do I play offline and not online? Reason number one is because I want to simulate the football world. I don't want it to be just random games online, which is what it always has been, or Ultimate Team, where it's random packs of players against each other. And reason number two is that the AI plays in a realistic way. If I play online, yeah. I'm not going to be playing against people who play in a realistic way because they're looking for all these exploits that we're talking about. So realistically, going forward, if you're looking at that AI and we know that these exploits exist because, well, I think it's because the tech just isn't, is it because the tech's not there? Or is it because they're just not pushing that tech hard enough to, to create, make there be that meta big, as you were saying? That for me has to be the future um and if you look at the the offline mode and if you could do that online you're never going to stimulate the human brain you're never going to make it so that the the variation is as you know wide as if you're playing 10 different people over 10 different games as just playing the ai 10 times so if that kind of constriction was there the fact that you're playing against people who have to play the way that each team in your league plays you know, they play that way. They they're stick they're stuck to that formation. They have those players. They can't magically get a Ronaldo or a Messi in there. Then you're going to get the variation that you would get offline. You're going to be yeah. more surprised because they're human and they will do things differently. You'll be challenged by that, but in a realistic way. And you'll get what you want out of a career mode as well. If you can be playing in a you know a twenty team league or. or whatever it might be that for me would is is years in the future and that's what i look forward to more, more than anything else but i'm losing hope that, that that's what we'll get but um i want to hear this this counter argument charles um i agree i agree with you guys and i agree that chris i think it's really good i was just going to say that i really want to get to the next question charles so can you make all it right brief? Yeah, yeah yeah i know i'll try and make it brief <laughs> Um, I think that's where we are, Jose, is that if they were to implement that, like this is the formation your team uses, this is what you need to play with. I think because of where we are, that's a realistic implementation of how to improve things. And I wish I wouldn't be against it for a second if they did that. But I think a lot of people would. I think that anytime you take away control of or take away a feature that people are used to or have or, or freedom, you could say to make those choices, you're going to get backlash. You get backlash for anything mm -hmm. these days. But, oh, like sure. wearing a mask. Like wearing, yeah, yeah, look at that. Um, <laughs> those dicks, to quote somebody I know. Um, yeah. Dickheads. <laughs> dickheads. Don't know who that guy could be. 
Um, but my counter argument is that they just have not, they've moved so far away from the fundamentals of the sport that it enables these type of formations. It enables this ping pong, this, it enables this esports version of football that it, to exist. You know, if, if, if somebody wants to in real life, make their formation a spine down the middle of the field, they're going to get fucking crushed because that's not how the sport works. And I'd rather see them fix shit and let assholes put their, put the spine down the middle of the field and maybe have fun with it. Maybe like, cause it, but have a hard time, have a hard go of it because the the game has the fundamentals of, let's see, what are the real fundamentals of footy? Um, Space passing first touch. Let's just go with those for now. If though, if the game's built around those three things, you ain't winning games by having your whole field, your whole team up the center of the pitch. So I, I just think take a back, take it back to fundamentals. Pick, pick, make it simpler. Pick what areas to code, where you want your game to, to excel. And if it's a, and if it's about the fundamentals of the sport, that stuff fixes itself. Now that could be naive. It could be wrong, but that's what I'd like to see. But I still think we are where we are. So your solution of, conf- you know, confining what people can do, you have to play with this formation, blah, blah, blah. That's a good implementation for now. But I, I, I want to see them go back. I want to see them. It's not going to happen. That's the thing. Like if you go back, then you get the four, two, fours. No, no, I'm not saying go back no, like, to what it pez and stuff then. I mean, Go back to the fundamentals back of the sport fundamentals. and code we something that's much okay, better. Let, let, me ask Shut up, you, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something really quick. <laughs> really quick before we before we not back in time. Go forward. Before we go forward, let, let me let me let me ask you this then. Um, do you think that the real life game is fair and balanced? In real life? Yeah. Before VAR or after VAR? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> this has oh, got more shit. complicated. Charles, time yeah. out. Time out. What, how many, I, I have to go in like two minutes. Okay. So, um, okay. Uh, is there a really, really important question you, you have that I would love to answer? <laughs> you want to do this or that before you got to go? No. What are the other questions Jay had on there? Uh, nothing. You know, you're just ruining the funnest point of this podcast. It just got good. Um, I guess, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Really go ahead. Am. Go do your thing. There's nothing here that interests you. Ah. Uh, I want so to talk about the AI. You, We're not talking about AI. It's not on here again. Would you, you shut this down. Fine. I want to hear what Jose was going to ask me. All right, go ahead, Jose. Go ahead. I'm actually disappearing. Soon. We're going to close by seven, <laughs> which is which is in 13 minutes. So can you stick around until then? Uh, Are you wasting time, Jose? Go ahead, right, Jose. Real quick, real quick. So do you feel like the game in real life is balanced? Like in the sense of the, the top teams are the ones that get the better players. And what are the I qualities of these? That's not players. what I'm talking about. I guess. I mean, I'm talking about the ball and gravity and fucking physics. Sure. Yeah. You know? No. Right. Right. About balls. Balls. But what grab I'm getting balls. at, physics. swinging in your face. But what? But what I'm getting. <laughs> what I'm getting at is that as long as we get these attributes put into the games, un- unless we get teams that are of equal player attributes and skills. Well, and it's going to be really hard to give somebody the, the freedom of doing whatever they want without breaking the game. Then we're going to have like these, these um, it, it's ultimately going to fall down to whatever the strongest thing is. And if the strongest thing is something that you enjoy yourself, then great. 
But then there's going to be somebody that doesn't enjoy it. Doesn't well, enjoy there, that. But there always is going to. That's not a. Re, it's not a good right. reason not to do something is because people won't like it, especially today. Because you could you could be Jesus. Well, we've seen Jesus do great things in the Bible, and people fucking yeah, they love Jesus, didn't they? Some of these some yeah. people, right? So like you could <laughs> it's so terrible. You could you could be perfect, is what I'm saying, and you you could do things perfect, yeah, but somebody else somebody. has a different definition yeah. of perfect, and they're going to be pissed off, and they're going to yeah. let you know about it on Twitter. You know, Jesus yeah. would have had a hard time right. on Twitter, a really hard time. Yeah, um, and that's why I want that's why I want to restrict people. Give them the option of picking the team that they want to pick that plays the way they want to play. But no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just it doesn't solve the bigger issues for me. I mean, listen, yeah, footy yeah. Get, foot yeah. soccer might be more fun with lightsabers. That doesn't mean we <laughs> should fucking have them in the game. Right. Like, right. but what what's the cutoff? It's more fun with everybody being able to hit 99 out of 100 yeah. through yeah. balls. I mean, because so that's he, what we yeah. do. Like. What's where do you yeah. cut it off? Like, right. Even if they went my way and the fundamentals, like you said, are just absolute shit, it's still not going to be a fun game to play. Like, so I, so you know, like it, I feel like both are the answer at the same time because you can't give somebody too but much freedom. But if you're fundamental, oh my right, god, we just not argued good. for like twenty. No, we're not arguing. Just, just to have. Here's what I would to like to see though: be the make answer. the fundamentals fun. It doesn't. God you know, damn it, Chris, interject. Why can't? Why can't it be fun? To to receive it's not a ball, fun. It's, it's never fun. Yeah. No, 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 no. If you had a really interesting mechanic to a ball's pinged at your character, and it's almost like Gears of War made reloading really fun. I remember yeah. when you had like an if you hit the there were four different things. If you missed it, you have your get your gun your gun would jam. If you hit it perfectly in the little white space, you'd have it perfect reload, and it was a cool animation. Fast, you're back in the action. It's like think of I want to see interesting mechanics that are. Yeah. implemented in a realistic way but put in real life is it fun to control a ball it's fucking great isn't it it's great mm -hmm. when you work on your first touch and guys guys shut i up, have Ryan. to go you got <laughs> i love you oh, i love, love you too. all all right i'll see you guys Don't until next some. time see you chris see you, you dickhead <laughs> <laughs> how Sorry, dare Brian. you john oliver i'm gonna tell john oliver about this he will get me on uh, get you on my behalf even <laughs> he's gone Hey, That's all I'm trying to say. I know we're not arguing. Mean, we're not arguing at all. But I'm just saying, like, I would love somebody to come in and make. The There's so much fun in the game that I don't yeah. think it needs to be about all what. Arguably, what they're doing is trying to make the game more enjoyable, right? So make it make it more about scoring, scoring all the time. Um, why can't the the more what what people think are mundane points of the game, like nobody wants to lose control, so. So that's, we're not going to, you know, everybody can just have instant control or nobody wants to misplace the ball. So everybody can just place the ball perfectly. It's like, make those aspects fun and rewarding. And that's where I just think it's the wrong emphasis in the wrong areas. And it's just the greedy kind of ease of development. And I could be wrong. I got, I don't want to piss off any developers and I, because I'm naive, I'm not a developer. I don't know that, but it seems like it would be harder to do that than to just keep giving people candy, you know, yeah, well, I mean, up in the 90s, but, I think a third kind of viewpoint to this, to make this a three-way argument, which will make B-Man throw his phone at the wall when he listens to this, <laughs> is that you ha you have something a little bit like that in the games right now, in that you can play mm -hmm. on manual passing and manual shooting and everything else. And the feeling of reward of nailing a shot from 35 That's yards fair. out that you've That's put fair. into the corner and there is absolutely no help from the AI at all. You've done that yourself. Same with the through pass. It's the through passes for me. When you put the ball in the exact right bit of space so that you have just cut out an entire defense and it was you, it wasn't the AI just going, there's an exploit for you. 
it's you, you've done that. That feels great. But that exists in the game now and the vast majority don't want it. So is that the case with the stuff that you're talking about there? Yeah. See, and then and and so that's what I'm saying. Like you have to bring these these mentalities in. We have to at least thinking about which way to go. Well, you have to at least if you're going to make a competitive game, put it on a level playing field. So if 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 yeah. competitive was only manual, yeah, and that that's that's what then I'm saying. boom, that's you're I'm instantly yeah. further ahead than you are right now. Yeah. Who the hell yeah. is going to pick manual over fully assisted in a competitive situation if you're trying Nobody. to win a million dollars? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. the dumbest that's, thing that's, I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing, right? Like, how do you, how do you, if you're going to have a competitive game, because the reason I brought this up was because the answer from Chris was, I want to play the game online and have fun playing. Right, right. And, and just, just knowing what I know and the things that he's, that he's said and what he enjoys of the games um, or in the games is, is, is along the lines of what I've been talking about. Right. Like it's, it's, it's wanting to have competition, but not in the video gamey aspect that we get now, but more like, okay, well, I want the competition to be my footy brain against somebody else's. Um, and I feel like the only way you're going to get my footy brain against somebody else's is, um, is, is to get people to take the fighting game route, right? Like I'm the base, the, I pick the fighting game character based on what I like in fighting games what I like to do, the things that I'm good at, right. blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be the same thing in the soccer game. I'm the team that plays the way I like to play. And if I play against the team that counters mine, um, then I have to eat it. But <laughs> and that's what happens in fighting What if you had a, you have, you've got a custom team, right? You've got individual players. Maybe that's what you mean. But if you set up in a system that allows you to play a certain way or you, you set up in a way to counteract somebody else's system, that's all good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not like it's I guess it, it does feel kind of attainable to me, but if your goals aren't in line, if what you're trying to achieve if you're not trying to achieve what essentially we're a minority here are asking you to achieve, then it's it's kind of game over. It is. It, it, no matter what, so many what route you go. Yeah, yeah there's so many routes yeah. you could go. So I mean I feel I feel bad, B. We're gonna miss you. Sorry we got on such a tangent. Um it would have been good to have you for these questions. Wow. I feel like all of our questions were geared and what this podcast was originally meant to be was kind of a little bit talking about what to expect from next gen. We didn't get there. Um, I'd love to have another podcast about next gen and talk about what we expect from next gen and what we think. What, what do you think about the PS4 announcement? What do you think right now about Series X and the way these guys are approaching uh, the next generation of consoles? We do not have time. So... I th- let me look at the questions and see if there's any that kind of follow the path we're already on. Maybe Chris would be nice enough to come back and we could actually do a just kind of next-gen follow-up to this. Put him on the that spot. That works for me. Okay, Absolutely. Cool. It's, cool. It is a pleasure talking to you guys. <laughs> Likewise, man. Um, all right, so I'm going to, with that in mind, do we dislike or like Pez 20, FIFA 20? We'll save that one. Um save this one as well because they're i want to get b's opinion on that one. Oh man um well here's one here's one that we can and if we're sounds like we're kind of downers right now um do you think we'll ever get what we what we are looking for from a football game again without another developer coming along 
Did you just say we're being downers right now? And then you've put that question in to try and take us away from that? No, I'm because trying to follow I'm the current. to drive us off a cliff. I know. I'm trying <laughs> to kind of sum up where we inevitably got to again. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, I, you know what? I want to I, hear I your guys. I don't think we've ever talked about the games in the way we are talking about them right now. I really don't think we've ever, we ever have. We've repeated a heck of a lot of stuff. I don't feel like I repeated anything. Well, I repeated some stuff, but I feel like overall, my overall point was not a repeat. No, you might be like, right. Yeah, we. Yeah, I feel like this. This is this is a new perspective. Definitely feel like I have a new perspective on what I want from these games moving forward. And uh, and today is the first time I've really gotten to kind of I, I explain think at, that. At some point, we need an esports advocate. We need somebody who like loves where these games are on this podcast because we never get that perspective yeah you know and i mean well if if this if this makes a little bit of that i actually thought fifa 20 equals my team is good this year and nobody likes it (laughs) so i was like okay that makes sense i like what's (laughs) happening right now nobody else does (laughs) um actually think that it's that it's you know i don't think it's in a bad spot i think I, I, I'm confused at what's happening um, because I feel like the game does have that that uh, that skill gap that you want out of an esports title. I feel like if you don't learn how to do certain things, um, and these are definitely the harder things to do in the game, if you don't get good at those things, you're not going to be good, or you're going to play the same game that everybody else plays and try to outscore each other. But if you're the one that figures out the defending. If you're the one that really nails that shit down and you can shut people out like, you know, game after game after game after game, then you're going to fucking do great at this thing. And, and isn't that what the real life game is about? Keeping people from scoring? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird like thing that's going on. Right? Yeah, in Italy. In the, in every, everywhere. Nobody wants to get scored on. You want to score and not get scored on. It's like fucking boxing. Hit and don't get hit. You know, like it's not just let's see who can score the most goals, and 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 the one that scores the most is the one. I We're wish not you could have given Liverpool their team talk yesterday. That way, yeah. <laughs> We're not fucking playing basketball here. You know, like we this this game is about scoring and shutting out the other team. Um, that's that's what it, the thing is that in FIFA 20, it's really fucking hard to shut a team out. You know, but that's where the skill comes in. If you can get good at that, then have so you played I'm, enough I'm, to, to, to know that it is a skill gap there? Yeah. It's not just you haven't met somebody yet who... Do they still allow demolish. legacy defending? Not yeah. online, no. Is it gone? But not online, do they? Yeah. You can play the game with legacy defending. It's, it's an option in the, in the game settings. I, I personally don't like legacy defending. I think the new defending is better. But um, I know a lot of people just prefer legacy defending. And I think I like to, it tends I personally to be stickier. That's how I refer to it. Yeah. You no. Know. You you prefer legacy as well? No, 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 no. I, I'm saying it tends to be stickier. You know, you kind of hold that man. I remember yeah. you used to be able to just kind of hold down square and have a have your Yeah, uh, and then you have somebody permanently of, chasing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Holding in. Yep. Uh, so to me, to me, I think part of the problem with, with today's games is that a lot of people that I keep hearing about play the games on legacy defending. And I think they never actually get to experience the the defending in the game because yeah. it feels like the defending doesn't work because all you're doing is is doing what your brain used to do back in the day, and you're not actually learning the new system. I and don't understand how they can leave that in. And I, I still, Dude, yeah. And, 
you complain about the game being bad and you complain about defending being bad, but you never actually learned the way that the game was designed to be played. So how, how, how does that make any sense? I don't, I don't understand how that makes any sense. If you learn how the game's supposed to be played and you still don't like it, fucking, I get it because that's me. Right. But I, I, I put the time into learn the old defending. I had, you know, like I had to learn the new defending. I had to, because the game is designed this way. Now. And EA does a great job of making sure people know that they're just giving people the option because that's the problem with with soccer games right now. Everybody needs to have the option that they want. Yeah, and maybe you're right. I hear you on that completely. Anyway. There's just too many options. You end up playing a different game than your opponent, and that's not how com- competition works. You guys need to play exactly. with the same set of rules. Same, same set of rules, and that's just not what's happening. Yeah, that's a really good point, Jose. No counter-argument. I think with with the skill gap, sorry, there, there's always a counter argument. Um, with the skill gap stuff with with FIFA 20, it's true that that does exist. I, I have to say as well before I say anything else, skill gap is my least favorite word when it comes to modern games because there's such an absolute focus on there has to be a skill gap element to this that it means that attributes can be completely sacrificed as a result. So it's not a case of your team has di- have uh, different strengths and weaknesses compared to the other team. It's a case of well. It needs to be more 1v1. That was FIFA 20's big push this year was it's a 1v1 defending. And that's uh, so basically the player yeah, that you can sport. you control. Yeah, you, well, yeah, exactly. But for me personally with FIFA 20, it's not now because you can buy Van Dyke for your team um, who obviously plays for the Premier League champions of uh, 2020. Thank you for that. Uh, Thank you for that. Just, just Thank that you for that. Um, Uh, you can have him in your team and if you're not controlling him then he is essentially brain dead he will just move with the line it's like a line of defenders in foosball he will stay with the line but Mm -hmm. let someone run past him not follow them not track them and that's for the skill gap but that's not what football is you can make a great game and you can make it that that skill gap is there and make it an esport but what you're making is a new sport. You're not making football. You're making something else. And that that's where I have exactly. a, a big issue with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where, that's why I think it's successful at being an esport. That makes sense. I think FIFA 20 is successful at what esports are supposed to be. What other esport is a team sport? I think that we just it's may good. have hit the nail on the head. The problem might come down to that because you, I think esports are so much better fighting game it's you it's one character driving a car drive that's you you drive that car you've got opponents opponent is different but as far as players in your control a tennis game esports makes so much more sense to me in individual sports but as soon as you start having to control multiple now you're talking about stats and about because in real life when you're part of a team you're not controlling the guy next to you you have to but but in footy games like that's a huge fundamental (laughs) issue with this yeah. Can you imagine how much better things would be if they would have, instead of Ultimate Team taking over the way that, the way, not, not the way it was planned, like originally. Every single person was supposed being, to be controlled by. Being, yeah. Originally, it was supposed to be like the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the pro clubs was supposed to be the way to go forward. And that's where they were going to make the big money. That probably would have ended up with a development path we would have appreciated a lot more. Yeah. And imagine, can you imagine that being the esport? You got eleven people on each side of the fucking. Uh, of That's the, how it of the, should of be. The field. That is actually and, how it and should. Every be. that would be fucking amazing. Have you guys actually played Ultimate Team? I mean, I'm sorry, not Ultimate Team. Sorry, Pro Clubs. Have you guys actually played? played you guys got Pro me played for a little bit. I just didn't have the time. So fucking good. It is so good when you have eleven players on the field. 
dude, I used to have a team where people would come over to my house and I would bring out a whiteboard and we would talk about fucking tactics. We would talk about how we were going to play. We would talk about That's if another team did this. If we, we would talk about if this other team is doing this, this is what we we're going to do. And then when we would play and we would fucking do it, it was the shit. <laughs> nothing comes close man nothing nothing comes close and that's the only part of these games that i still believe in right now i would love to have 11 people to play fucking pro clubs with i don't i don't even have three fuck i don't even have two (laughs) you know like i don't it's so playing pro clubs with three people it's just not the same because now you're relying on the fucking ai but when you get that 11 fucking man team or even 10 right because the goalkeeper can just be ai but dude it's so fucking good it is so good i can't even put it into words it feels like you're really playing your strength come through it's esports is the focus now and that bleeds into every other mode in the title you don't have specific gameplay or at least if you do have specific gameplay so specific ultimate team gameplay it might be a bit faster and a bit more you know passes might be a bit more accurate it's not a completely different gameplay so whatever they decide to make for the masses is what we have to try and fix in career mode with sliders (laughs) in fifa or with Evo by modding it on on pc that's the only only real choice we've got that's that's the difficulty yeah, I agree. Does I agree. does what the one player, the single player experience in sports games go away? I mean, it certainly has not seen. It's not been the driving factor. Career mode has changed. came much. out and said, "Who was it? Who said when FIFA was it nineteen? FIFA eighteen or FIFA 19? The gameplay producer at the time was interviewed by it was someone like IGN, I think, off the top of my head, or maybe Gamespot. And they said, so nothing much is happening with career mode at the minute. Are you ever going to work on that again? And his his actual black and white response was, we looked at the stats, not many people play this, and we don't make money from it. Therefore, why would we work on this anymore? And it's only because of social media pressure, people getting, you know, hashtag fix career mode going. And yeah. even, you know, Borussia Dortmund, their official Twitter account, was tweeting FIFA um, the last, I think it was before FIFA 20 was released, obviously as part of a, you know, you've been paid to say this, but either way, they were tweeting and saying, you know, uh, hope that career mode's better this year kind of thing. And when that starts to get some traction in in terms of a, a social media landscape, then maybe you've got a chance of changing that stuff because it proves that people are interested. And it proves that the reason why the numbers are so low, yes, EA, you can look at the amount of people playing career mode and Konami, you can look at the amount of people playing Master League and go, it's barely anybody. But the reason it's barely anybody is because exactly because you don't work on this. Imagine what would happen if you worked on this. Yeah. I know, right? I'm not going to feed that what guy in the corner I'm not, because, yeah. he, because he never eats. He never eats because you never fucking feed him. <laughs> oh it's my the same God, thing. It, it, just... Of course it's the worst. <sighs> thank, thank you for saying yeah. that, Chris, because it, it's like uh, it's perfect and everybody should know. They know that, but yeah. maybe, they, ugh, maybe they don't. So to answer the question, is there hope? Do, do I think that I'm going to get a game one day that I like? That is that is that I feel like this game was made for me. You know, the the only place that I still hold hope, the reason why I still hold hope is because of things like and it's a fucking very little, but it but it's a little bit. Um, is because of games like the leak demo 
the attempt to make that game, right? Like, even though it didn't work out and they changed their minds halfway through, the attempt to make it at all, um, it, it shows intent to me. Um, when you look at the FIFA engine and you see everything that's in there, um, whether it's, you know, it's unused or whatever, but it's there. So they're thinking about these things that are things that I would be thinking about, which makes me feel like it's probably just a matter of time. Yeah. You know, they they seem to use terms we are interested in, guys like us, when I, I mean when I say we, in the marketing, which seems to imply that they think people are interested in realism or simulation aspects because those type of terms find their way into the back-of-the-box features of the game. Mm-hmm. They're not in Did the game. Did you see the, uh, the Operation Sports preview of FIFA 20? No. They were invited to a an event to go and see FIFA 20, and they had the gameplay producer showing them videos of just how much more realistic FIFA 20 was. They had Ronaldo running past the defender with different speed ratings versus different dribble ratings versus di- different ball control ratings. And they showed these guys, look, a difference of 60 ball control to 70 ball control. Oh, and he, ha- he can't get the ball under control quickly enough to be able to beat that defender. This is how realistic this game is. And again, this is where you, you've got that going on. You've got those press events that they're putting on to say, look how realistic this game is. You guys are going to love it. You've got that first beta that Matt 10 got on where it's like, this game is something special. And then click, next next beta version comes out. No, we've undone all that. What I did, I can't wrap my head around it. And I know it's it's the thing of, they're listening to people and going, right, well, they're not scoring enough goals. They're not finding it fun enough. They're finding it too difficult or whatever it might be. I don't know if that's it causes it to happen every single year without fail, just for them to go, we've made this game over the last three, four, five months. We, we've finalized it and we're really happy with it. Oh, Tim from uh, Texas doesn't like it. Do Scrap everything. This. Yeah, I don't get that at all. I don't get it. Even if it you're into your whole sense. YouTube base or your whole twitch base your streamer base like it's so knee jerk mm-hmm. it's incredible it's just there's no patience but it's, a it's a repetition every single year this happens every single year pick up any game over the last probably six years and play the game without all the patches installed then install all the patches and then find out how much of a different game it is it, it's it, there it's like two different games completely different games even though they have the same title um, so every single year over the past six years, this is exactly what's happened. So I, I feel like it's, it sucks, but that's the reality. They react to what people have to say about their game because that's who buys the game and they want to, they want people to keep buying the game and all of that. But I think at some level, they're disrespecting the intelligence of the players. And basically as players, this is something I'm going to repeat that I've said a heck of a lot of times. We don't know what the fuck we want. Until we play it. Yeah. Until no, it's right. in front of us. We it, don't know what the fuck we want. Because one day I'll complain about one thing. The next day I realize, oh, you know what? That was kind of dumb. I shouldn't have complained about that. I'm going to complain about this other thing now. <laughs> and then I, I contradict myself. I still think, you know, as, as we move into a digital world, we're, we're pretty much in a digital world now, that um, there's something, if you want to call it like digital rights or something, product rights, um, I think... I don't know if we'll ever get there, but I think there's something to it that our rights are kind of being violated um, mm-hmm. when the product is changed and you do not have an option on, on something you spent money on. If you like it, 
and it's taken away from you, you have, and you have no choice because yeah. you don't. If there's the support for the old version is gone, mm-hmm. that you have a right to sue them. And I think, and it might sound really silly to a lot of people, but um, these are products now. These are they're digital product, but they're real products. If somebody, I always go back to the cookie analogy, but like if you bought a box of cookies and you ate three of them, you put it in your in your uh, cupboard, and the next day your chocolate chip cookies turned into vanilla uh, raisin cookies because the, they, the company found out that, the, that more people like vanilla raisin cookies and uh, they think you'll like vanilla raisin cookies now. So they up, oh, they patched them in your cupboard. And if you want to keep eating them, you have to eat the vanilla raisin cookies. You can't have your chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I know it's so fucked up, but like, that's a dumb analogy, but there's something, I think there's something there. I think, I don't, I don't think it's dumb at all. That's exactly I think what happens. you have a right to what, to what you purchased and you're happy with and for and for somebody to change it and force it upon you when it's already your product. I think they should have, I know it's probably unreasonable, but I think every versions of the game should have to be supported for the life of the game. Yeah, and do. that might break other games. Hmm? There are other games and other sports games that have that option, don't they? I think NHL is one of them where you can go into the settings and say, I want the gameplay from V101 or V103 or V105. And even if you you can switch. Right. And even if it's like, well, if you want to play online, you've got to use the current version because it breaks. Otherwise it doesn't work. Fair enough. I still think that sucks, but fair enough. Um, But if you're a career mode guy and, or an offline guy and you got to use a patch that you really, you know, really changes the game, you know, it's it's well, um, it's just not fair. I experienced it in yeah. Witcher. They they patched yeah. out the they changed the walking system because they thought it was because people were complaining, right? It was an analog walking system, which means you you tilt the stick a little bit, you have one speed. So there were three walk speeds, a jog, and a run. But like they were really sensitive. So you barely tilt the yeah. stick, you're slow walking. You tilt it a little bit more, you're medium walking. You tilt it a little bit more, you're fast walking. Now it it if you didn't get that, or if you just maybe you didn't like it, so it did it made the animations look choppy in a certain way. Right. But so they patched it out. So now it's just fast walking and guys who enjoyed animation horrors like me or whatever that actually enjoyed, it's gone. It's gone forever. And -hmm. it's like really rubbed me the wrong way because I just don't, I just think there's something wrong about that. And the sports games are the biggest culprit of this patching culture where I think it needs to be examined a little bit more because I don't think it's fair. Um, I don't know. It's certainly a recurring theme. As, as Jose was saying, go back to the first version, go back to the demo version, and you'll see something completely different. Yeah. It's a recurring theme on Evo Web to people saying, I have gone back to the disc version of Pro Evo, and thank God I've got the disc version. Because right. if you've got the digital version, you yeah. can't do that. Right. Um, yeah, you, you have can. to download the, the game and the patch, don't you? You can't just, um, on PlayStation anyway, you can't just separate those out. Yeah, It's not think, easy, though. Well, it's not yeah. easy. I had the disc version of Witcher, and, and I had to unplug the PlayStation from the, uh, yeah, from the wall. So and I turned off automatic updates. Guess what? It doesn't actually turn off automatic updates. Anytime I would plug the machine back in, the first thing it would do was, in, was update that game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it auto infuriating. Now that's a that's a Sony yeah. issue, and you guys can look like that. Yeah. That's a known issue. But anyway, yeah. Oh, so the, the 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 last question I would like to leave with is, uh, Chris, when you first played Pro Evo or Winning Eleven, well, for us it was Winning Eleven. For you guys, it was always Pro Evo. But um, did you ever have one where you're like, you know what, I don't I don't really like this. It's not what I thought it was going to be, and I don't really like it. 
Yeah, I, th I think there would have been. Um, you know, thinking back, we did get the winning. Well, I got the winning 11s by importing them. So that was that's a prized memory from my childhood. My dad is a incredibly miserable old man, and everything is worse than the thing before it. He's one of those guys that you know, he's like uh, the, your modern MP3s. They don't sound anything like as good as records did. He's you know <laughs> one of those kind of guys. Or your, your plasma TVs and your your LCD tellies. Just give me you know a, an old fashioned gamma ray tube that makes your eyeballs explode they those had the best image quality um and he was every new pro evo that came out he would play with me at the time it was the only connection that we had as kids it was our bonding mechanism and uh, every new one that came out he was like oh this isn't as good as the, the one before but then we went and got a modded ps2 from a we had these uh, computer fairs in the uk once every month or so in various places and there are guys there who would sell these modded PlayStations. And I saw Winning Eleven and thought, oh, what's this? Discovered Evo Web, found out that this is a, you know, a, an improved version of what we've had. Uh, so you get Pro Evo released in November or whenever it is. And then six months after that, you'd get a final evolution version out in Japan. And oh my God, I've, I've got to get hold of this. I've got to try this. Injected into And it video. was... Yeah, exactly. And it was Winning Eleven Six Final Evolution, I remember, um, getting hold of that, putting that in. It was. It took until the early hours of the morning for me to figure this whole thing out and get it working, because I had the English patches applied over the top uh, to translate it from Japanese to English. And I remember him coming down to go to work at six o'clock in the morning and saying, what, what's that? And then he came over, we played it, and he was like, that is fantastic. That is so much better than the previous version. And that's what started my my real love affair with it. But there were definitely versions along the way that I thought, yeah, that's that's not as good as, as the previous one for me, where it's a little bit more stiff or, or whatever it might be. Sorry, guys. My kid, my kid ran outside. Sorry. It's okay, man. Um, I think, totally get it. So, so your answer... Think about how many times that game ended up being your favorite version of the game. That shit is gone. That's true. That's true. That shit is gone. That learning curve of like going through the growing pains of a fucking game and, and knowing that three months later it went from being a game that you didn't really like in the beginning and now you love it because you learned all the details about it. That's gone. It's depressing, but it's 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 the era of it has to be everything has to work the way I think it should work first time or it's broken. I mean, to mm -hmm. to go back to a point we we sort of uh, we spoke about earlier, if you go on YouTube and you look at videos of the guys who are complaining about FIFA and saying, oh, look at this example of uh, I had an open goal with this guy, and uh, here's a replay. And on the FIFA replays, you can put that system over the top that shows you the direction that you've pointed the stick in and right. all that kind of thing and the uh, elevation of the shot. And you can see them going, look, I'm aiming straight at the goal. The elevation is straight to the corner. But when he kicks the ball, that's not where it goes. So this thing is broken. This is a, a fix. And you can't explain to these guys, well, that's showing you where you've pointed to. But sometimes you could be aiming somewhere in real life and that's not where the ball ends up going because you're off balance or because I'm, you're I'm, under pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's not like, just, sometimes, it's, it's like, like, sometimes it goes where you want it to go. <laughs> well, yeah, I exactly. to I, when I see those videos, Chris, I'm always curious, is it that they don't understand that or is it supposed to 
go exactly where you point it 100% of the time? Or is it supposed to be influenced by the stats of the player, the situation of the player, all the stuff you just mentioned? All they're saying is, that was where I aimed it. That's not where it went. Right. This game is broken. I'm done but with it. But what, how has it actually been implemented? How is it supposed to work? As in, why does that shot not go in in FIFA? I'm asking. It's, it's because of that. That's that part of the engine. If you look at the code, if you look at Frosty Editor and you look at the gameplay codes, you can see that stuff is taken into account. The, the if you're on that, if you're on. Okay, balance. that's what I'm asking. It is taken into account then. Yeah. So they're yeah. just it's not, wrong. it's not. It's not. They're just expecting the wrong. They don't know how Absolutely. the game works. They don't know how it works. Exactly. That everything goes back to what Brian was saying earlier. And and there's just not enough education from the developer to the fan to the fan base to under to make them understand what to expect from the game. Yeah. They and will you, scream you, scripting. They'll just say that's scripting. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. proof yeah. of scripting. And that really, really annoys me when they go, yeah. There's your proof. This is against yeah. us. It's just trying to get more money out of you. No, yeah. you missed because you don't hit the perfect shot all the time. Why can't you understand yeah. that? Yeah. But yeah. do you think uh, it's you know as simple I, as telling them that? Like, no, I'm, because how do you, how do you know, how, how are you going to have that? Like, you're going to leave, the, are you, are you going to, do you think people are willing to leave it up the chance that they don't, in the end, no. don't control, don't control what actually happens. Right. And that's something even for myself, I have to ask myself, like, would I be happy um, feeling like I'm not in control? Like I would like my miss to go near, near where I'm aiming at least um, not just in like completely the opposite direction. Like it has to make sense. And I think it used to make sense in the PS2 days where my near misses would at least go where I kind of attempted. And if they didn't, my player would fall or I would have some kind of visual like representation of why, right? Like some kind of visual feedback. And I think that like the messaging just isn't there in or out of the game. Yeah, that's a good point. Listen, guys, it's, uh, it's 20 minutes after we said we would end. I have an either or this or that, whatever we used to call it. And then we're going to call it a day and we can plan on doing another one that's going to be much more next-gen focused, which is great because I get to talk to you guys again, which is awesome. Um, I wish we had Brian for this, this or that. But the question is, if you had to choose one, giving up the other forever, permanent decision, would you <laughs> give up sex or, or excuse me, take sex, or would you take a remake of Pez 6 on PlayStation 5 using the Unreal Engine 5. So it looks as good as you would dream it would look. But it's not a new Pez. It's a remake in the style of like Shadow of the Colossus. So Blue Point Games is remaking Pez 6 on PlayStation 5 and Unreal Engine 5. We're going to give Chris a so. little bit of time to think about this because <laughs> the poor guys had to answer first all day. So Jose, you can yeah. answer first. Shit. Um... No, I would walk away from Pez. <laughs> yeah, you take. All right, that's good. All right, so we got. <laughs> you'd walk away from Pez. Yeah. All right. I'd be like, Jose's right, getting laid. No Go have more kids, Jose. <laughs> nice knowing you. Well, here's the thing from me. I don't want the classics. Controversial opinion. Every game since Pez Six has been a remake of Pez Six. There's still seconds yeah. of mm. input like now. Whenever you do anything in Pez Twenty Twenty. There's still seconds of input lag. There's still the same issues. 
from yeah. games way back when. I don't want to play those games. If I want to play those games, I can go and play them in not no. HD, and they're just as good gameplay-wise. So I don't no. care if the graphics are great. I don't. I just don't care about that. You nearly got an I don't give a fuck about that. That's how serious I am about this. Holy shit. I just... I, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, John Oliver will be coming for me. But um, I want a sim. I don't want... Sorry, that's a simulation, not a sim who used to be the social media manager. <laughs> this isn't me so, confessing my undying love. Um, but yeah, I, I want a simulation. I don't want those classic games. I've had enough of games that are so close to those classic games. That I want to rephrase my well question. I'm going to rephrase my question because it was taken... I think it's taken too literally, which is my fault. And Jose, if you want to re-answer, you can. So it's... okay. <laughs> It's it's the new, it's everything you want. It's your dream footy game on PlayStation 5. Whatever, it doesn't have to be Unreal Engine 5. I was trying to use specifics to make it enticing. So it is the football game you've been waiting for. Well, I've already had sex, but I've not played that football That was my answer! <laughs> <laughs> you know I've got what, you three know kids, the, but I've uh, never had that game. So uh, You know what the funny part for me is that I'm at a point. This is gonna. This is gonna show exactly how fucking jaded I am on soccer. I'm at a point now where I enjoy something way more than I probably ever enjoyed the fucking soccer games. That says a lot. So yeah, I still walk away. No, no, uh, fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> so Jose's answer is Street Fighter. My answer is um, Chris's was, answer was, is the the dream footy game, and so is mine. I wish we could get bees. That's pretty funny. All right, yeah, well, something man. to sleep I... on. Thank you, guys, and thank anybody out there who, who made it through with us and listened. Um, but we love you, but we do this for ourselves, so don't criticize us. Thank you, Chris, for joining <laughs> us, and we're always it's right. It's been a pleasure. Thank criticism. you. No, thank you, Chris. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. And uh, Brian, thank you, even though you're gone. And Jose, thank you. And Nestor, why didn't you join us? It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Good night, guys. Talk to you next time. Peace.